You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blair Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. Kinda, maybe, a little bit. Like, Has it been? Did we uh, record last week? I guess we did, so I guess this technically uh, yeah, is every guess, week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remember sometimes. But speaking of lack of memory, this episode... Oh, wait, I even finish. No, <laughs> I'm your host, Jordan with <laughs> Michael. <laughs> yeah, talking about memory this is off to a great start. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Michael hit me up saying like, yeah, I watched Superman Lois, but I don't remember what happened in the episode. And I was like, well, that's a good thing too, because I've watched everything for this week's episode, and I don't remember shit that I watched. <laughs> um, I was filming this weekend, guys, and like before when I filmed, I just skipped that week because because of this very reason. I'm just out of it. Like I'm tired. I've got like a it's, it's like a filming hangover the last couple of days because we literally spent. Almost 24 hours shooting on Saturday. I just took a day off. Could have recorded tomorrow. I, I should have, but I've got things to do tomorrow, so I can't. So today's like the only day to do it. But fuck it. I'm here for the people. <laughs> and then we finally wrapped episode four of Unworthy, so that's one less thing on my plate. So now I will have more time for podcasting and geek-related things that don't require filming <laughs> in the cold for hours at a time. No. Yeah, for now. Well, I'm not. I am never gonna do that shit again. I have made a vow, and I said this before. I vow for episode two. We filmed episode two in that cold ass dungeon, but uh, I, I made a promise to myself that I'll never film again in the, the throes of winter. So moving forward, I'm gonna try to use my winter to write scripts, and then the spring and summer to film. That's the struggles of living on the East Coast, whereas everything else, everyone else, I feel like produces their shit in Cali. So they've got like year-round nice spring weather but for us on the east coast half of our year is like a frozen tundra unless there's coronavirus because <laughs> coronavirus 2.0 because it happened they don't care in cali they I, film regardless in cali I it's crazy it happened it, it, everything started to shut down towards the summer <laughs> yeah but it, but in cali i mean i i thought cali since cali and new york were like the two hot spots for covid i thought cali was just as locked down as new york but Going by my friend uh, Christine, who plays Trini and Worthy, she was she was in Cali for the past year, and she was like, "Nah, they don't care over there. They don't wear masks." Like I was like, "What? Is that why Hollywood every other day you hear stories about like this production shut down? Like it makes sense if they don't really keep up with their COVID restrictions the way we do, which is nuts. <laughs> you think they'd be more restrict over there, but apparently not. So if you live in Cali." Actually, if you live in Cali, I'd like to hear from you. Is, is that true? I've, I've, I've only known this from several sources. So if if you're out there, you're like, oh, yeah, no. Chris, are you listening? Yeah, sure. Chris is out there. Chris, how, what are the, the COVID restrictions like are out there? Are you wearing a mask, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now, <laughs> as you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, just to give you guys a quick update on Unworthy. But aside from that, we've got a full week of topics to talk about. 
Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two came out. We got that to discuss. We've got Attack on Titan, which should have been the season finale. It ended up being the mid-season finale. I was gonna say, isn't it? The se- well, kind of. Not really. Because I mean, they're coming. They're not coming back to like December, bro, bro. And the way, and I was like, really. I gotta wait. I was like, "Come on, I gotta wait to this like December a or, year or or not year." Because they, well, they said winter twenty twenty one, right? No, winter twenty twenty one would be acceptable. It is winter twenty twenty two. Oh fuck you! Exactly. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, what? You can't leave me blue balls like that for a year and a half. What the fuck? But this is what I mean about them taking these long ass fucking breaks. And then by the time they come back, I'm be like, I don't remember what happened. Word. <laughs> and and this past. Part, first part of the season is so intricate with so much exposition and world building that if I forget shit, it's important shit I'm gonna be forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> Even the cliffhanger ended on the week the week before this. They barely touched on it in this episode. Oh. Yeah, so I'm like I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to live in anxiety for a year and a half on that cliffhanger. You just have to binge well, once the show is all done, you just have to watch it all straight through. <sighs> I mean, I guess so. But yes, we got Attack on Titan. We've also got um, Invincible, the first three episodes of Amazon Prime dropped. Uh, it's the comic series written by Robert Kirkman, who also did Walking Dead. And honestly, I don't know if you said it or if it just popped in my head, but it definitely feels like the Walking Dead of superhero shows. Yeah. If I've, you haven't seen it, you probably don't know what I mean by that, but you're like, what? Zombies in a superhero show? Well, no, Walking I mean Dead that. meets the boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like walks the line. Um... Is that it? I guess Superman Lois, but neither of us remember that episode, so it's going to be a very brief recap of like, uh, remember the ending? Yeah, I remember the ending. Yeah, it's about the ending. <laughs> yeah, I think, I th- is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah, thanks. Kevin Winter Soldier? Yeah. Uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, I didn't watch My Hero Academia. Are you fucking cunt? <laughs> I thought it was a recap. Is that a recap? Uh, not really. Not really. God damn I thought, it! <laughs> I thought it was the same thing too. I was like, it's a recap. Yeah, everyone so, told me it was a recap. So I was like, I'm I mean, not it is, this. but it isn't. Like, there's new footage. Okay, they do flashback, but there is like new. So there's new stuff going on. Yeah, they're doing it's, it's another, but basically it's another training. Is it spoilery enough that I should just watch it, or could you just recap it and I just go, oh, okay, interesting. I'll watch it. I mean, there's stuff that happens in it that's gonna play into episode one, so you need to watch it. But it's not like. Oh, so it's not even taking episode oh, one? It's episode zero or something? It's, it's technically yes, episode zero. That's why I was like, I'm not watching this. It's a recap. But then my friend was like, no, there's actually, it's not a recap. Like, there's some recaps, but it's, it's new footage. It's not like right. it was, uh, what was it, a couple seasons ago where they were in, like, the beach. And they're like, guys, you remember when this happened? And they go and show previous. Is it, is it like last season where it was the guy, the uh, the reporter guy with the camera cork? The reporter cork, remember? That he had a camera in his hands and his every, every part of his body could make a camera? Remember that? And it was like it was like a recap, but it was also I don't know. I guess it was loosely pushing the story forward, Some, but not really. Yeah, no, like this one, I would say probably pushed the story forward a little bit more in the sense that it was a recap, but it was a recap through new footage. Okay. So what I mean by that is you got to see Deku and Bakugo and all, and so every moment it's like Bakugo. His superhero name is such and such, and his quirk is this. But they were doing new things. Okay. I mean, like it was another training. It was another training montage where it was like, "Oh, fake villains are attacking the school. Get ready, guys! Class one A." Okay. I mean, I guess it's, I was, is it is enough? Is it does it warrant a quick review from you? Do you feel like it does? It's all on you because you're the one that's seen it. I haven't seen it. If you want, you can. If you, if not, then we can just skip it. I mean, 
I'm glad they're back. <laughs> and that was his review. What would you rate it? How about that? My academia. And I'm curious. No, because I'm like, uh, no, there's probably stuff to talk. Because there's something that, the way it ends at the end, it's like, wait, what? Is he a villain? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, I don't think it is. I think it's a red herring. See, I only had so much time, and now I wish I had watched that rather than half watched Superman Lois. <laughs> Damn it. All right, whatever. Um, let's just jump right into it, because we do have uh, one iTunes review and two emails. So, first iTunes review, or I guess only iTunes review comes from... New theme song is trash. No! My Hero? I mean, isn't that always the case, though? <laughs> I mean, My Hero was on a streak for a while. What? I quoted it in my stories. Is it still up? No. I'm still, trying to remember it's not, it's not there the, la- the theme song for last season. 24 hours is up. Was it, was it good last season? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Fuck. That's going to be the, go, the quote can, for this week. I can play it real quick. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> I can play it real quick. Hold up. Okay. Read the review. All right. So, first and only iTunes review comes from Black, Black Burt Reynolds. Hey guys, it's five star review. Snyder makes me want a new gods mo. I don't know what that says. A new gods moment. I don't know. Hey guys, so in finally watching the Snyder cut, I came to the realization that I'm more excited for a new gods movie, ah, movie, than anything else. Steppenwolf's conversation with Desaad were my favorite parts, and seeing Granny stand next to Darkseid made me hyped. At I least- am too, but I'm nervous. Granted, I love her, but she's still fucked up. <laughs> uh, what the, what is that movie? Hmm? God damn it! Granny uh, Goodness? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, with the little boy that can't act. <laughs> uh, with the black girl. Wait, what? Uh, fuck. What is the name of that movie? Uh, uh, Wrinkle oh, of Time. Wrinkle of Time. time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, mm. <laughs> oh wait. So she's making a new God's movie. She's the director. Yes. I didn't even know that was happening. I mean, probably you said it before. I just don't remember. Like I said, I mean, it's just one movie. Like. People have done bad, like, uh, what's his face? John Favreau did uh, The Lion King, and I was like, eh, that was okay. But Iron Man was fucking great, so was Jungle Book. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's going to be bad, but I'm just like... Mm. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, at this point, I'd much rather see the world building of the new gods or a Mr. Miracle and Orion relationship similar to Thor slash Loki play out. What do you guys think? Well, Michael was basically said that he's into it. And I mean... I don't know, I feel like all of the cosmic stuff, whether it's Marvel or DC, I'm the least attached to. And is that is that the theme song? No, there's an intro before the theme song. So uh, oh. Yeah, so I'm the least attached to like the New Gods or... What the... Is that it? It's about the stuff. They're showing uh, Endeavor to Prominence Bond! Okay, well... I wish you were reviewing that episode because I fucking love that episode. And then after that, the theme song's gonna start. Prominence Bell! Plus Ultra! Might as well just come here. Alright, pause. So we literally just took a break to watch Academia. So forget everything I just said about not watching Academia. <laughs> um, so yes, we'll also be reviewing the episode zero of season four. Is that the season is now? Season five. Season five? Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like this feels like it's going so fast. All right. Um, and we never even finished the the iTunes review. 
um, just asking what we thought or what we think about uh, the New Gods movie and blah, 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 blah. I was saying before that I feel like I'm not as attached to the cosmic stuff, whether it's Marvel or DC. So same thing for even Eternals. So I'm not, you know, if it's good, I'll more power to it. But I just I don't have the same level of like enthusiasm for it because I just don't I don't know them from the comics that well. I mean, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about New Gods, but whatever. I mean, depending depending on what they because because I've been hearing a lot of good things about Eternals, so I'm like. But New Gods is it even gonna be tied into what we saw from the Snyder Cut no, at all, I'm right? Not, so it's I, like, what the fuck yeah. is the point? But I mean, it's still. Dark side. <laughs> is it dark side? Is it gonna still dark, be dark side? Well, yeah, dark side is associated with the new gods. Yeah, but is it? It's actually gonna. So it's essentially gonna be a reboot for what the Snyderverse was gonna do with the dark side then. Because why introduce dark side? I guess not. In I a mean, new not gods really, because it's not gonna show dark side going to Earth. It's gonna be dark side and his. So it's gonna be dealing with dark side, Granny Good, uh, High Father, and all those other people in the. New that gods. seems like something that would be part of like his, a his cinematic son, universe. His son Orion. Yeah, DC doesn't have a cinematic universe. They just have. <laughs> Let's do a movie. Yeah. <laughs> if it's good, if it's good, we'll connect it. Maybe who knows? <laughs> All right. Um, but staying on the Snyder Cut train, um, the two emails we have uh, are both Snyder Cut related. So let's start with the email that we didn't read last week that we said we wouldn't read because we have terrible memories. Uh, first email comes from Poet Cardis. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna well. <laughs> Uh, hindsight 2021. <laughs> That's a pun. That's a really good pun. Hindsight 2020. Hindsight 2021. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Hope you're both doing good. And if you guys do read this on the podcast, I want to preference this with spoiler alert because it's my quick thoughts on the Snyder Cut. I can honestly say the Snyder Cut is a tale what could have been but sadly didn't happen for the DC Universe. I won't go into every detail because that would take forever, but I will honestly say this version is basically what should have been released. I think we all can agree with that. Everyone complained at the time about DC not following the trend of Marvel of not having origin stories before the team-up and how terrible they thought that was. It clearly shows Snyder was following the way the animated movie did things where they teamed up out of necessity to save the Earth. After it ends, it segues great for... After it ends, it segues great for them all to have separate movies in which we would get to know them better and for character development. Aquaman's ending leads straight into the movie we know now. Mm, kinda. Uh, Wonder Woman would get a good sequel instead of Crappy 84. I don't think that would have mattered. <laughs> Regardless of what happened with this, even if they did release the Snyder Cut version in theaters beforehand, it didn't affect how Patty Jenkins would have made yeah, her no, movie. No, it wouldn't have. There's no cohesive vision, so it was all just different people making different things. Um. Batman would have a good film of him battling Slade and him trying to ruin his personal life knowing he's Bruce Wayne. That might have been something that did get fucked up by not releasing the Snyder Cut. Uh, and etc. They would all either get great development or we'd see them come into their own like Aquaman, Barry, and Cyborg. We'd see them all grow stronger separately and then team up again to finally fight Darkseid like Thanos and Marvel. It wouldn't have been better than Marvel but it would have been good completion honestly. Oh, good competition honestly. Better than what we got. I mean, I will agree with that. Uh, I'm glad you did say that because I was about to disagree and be like, yeah, I mean, that's a way to go, but it wouldn't have been as impactful as the way Marvel did it where, like we were saying so many times before, we were fanboying the fuck out in that first Avengers movie just from seeing things like Captain America and Iron Man having conversation because of the solo movies they had before that movie. Um, yeah, this is a way to go. You could do a thing like in the comics or like in the animated DC movies where it's like there's a Justice League animated movie and there's no prior movies but the 
DC characters before that, you just go into that movie with the assumption that, or the, the, the writers have the assumption that you know something about these characters, so you carry that into the movie with them. Um, I don't think that would have yeah, been... I mean, the Justice League has been around since the 40s, so yeah, everybody and, knows who... Yeah, it's definitely a way to go. And then there's like, been a lot if, of DC if, movies if like if that. If DC does it right, even with the 10 years that we've had the MCU, they could easily surpass the MCU mm. because they have the more iconic characters. And really, truth of the matter is, DC has the better villains. Yeah, I agree with that. And Marvel's has really been doing a great job of like... has been doing a better job with their villains. Like, you get the Joker... In the Joker movie, mm. or um, Zod, I was like, I know there's I'm more. Like, I'm like, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Zod was pretty good. Yeah, I feel like Batman's Rogues Gallery makes up a bulk of the great villains. But yeah, even Flash, Reverse Flash, stuff like that. And like, I'm, no, I'll save this to we we talk about Suicide Squad. All oh, right, the new trailer that came yeah. out. Yeah, dope. Um, but real quick, uh, I guess on that topic, let me ask you. What's uh, up? I mean, I guess if you could think of an awful topic, rate all the DC movies now that we have. Rate them all? Like, what would you put? I mean, obviously. Oh, rank for, them, you mean? Yeah, okay. that's what I meant. Yeah. But, like, uh, I'm pretty sure for you, Man of Steel is still number one. DCEU movies? Yeah. Not, like, not including the Dark yeah, Knight yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think overall, yeah, Man of Steel is my number one. And then it'd be Wonder Woman. Then it would be. Then it gets murky because then it's like, what do you? I'm, I'm picking different things for different reasons. Like there are elements of BVS I liked, but are those elements? Uh, do I value them more than like something that I overall liked but didn't love, like a Shazam or like an Aquaman? It gets murky after that for me. I guess it now would be the Snyder Cut, but a hypothetical Snyder Cut that was three hours rather than four to cut out a lot of that extra bullshit that I don't think was necessary. <laughs> So maybe we'll go Man of Steel, Top 3, Man of Steel, Wonder Woman 1, Snyder Cut. Yeah. And then after that, it's like a grab bag. It'd be Shazam, maybe then Aquaman, then BVS, then Suicide Squad. Is that everything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad and then Wonder Woman 84. I think Wonder Woman 84 is my least favorite, to be honest with you, which is fucking crazy to even say. But I, I almost like nothing in that movie. <laughs> I can't think of anything I liked in that movie. What would you say? Um... Even though I didn't like Man of Steel as much, I would still say out of DCU, I would put that as number one. Oh, really? All the shit you give me for that, and you still break it number one? But I mean, like, look what I have to compare it to. Fair. Okay. So we'll, we'll wait for the rest. Uh, hold on. I wrote it down. Uh, where did I do? Oh. So yeah, uh, Man of Steel is number one, I would say. Uh, yeah. Snyder Cut, I would say, is number two. See, I didn't get emotional in, in Snyder Cut, though. And granted, might, that might be a factor that I've seen that movie once already. That's just the worst version of it. But I got to rank Wonder Woman second just because of that No Man's Land See, I put scene. Wonder Woman as th- number three. Mm. I mean, it just depends on if it hits you emotionally because that third act was terrible. So Yeah, the third act was... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't feel that about the third act of Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> granted, there was some moments where I was like, eh, but I think I would say I would... I probably... I enjoyed it a little bit more than Wonder Woman. Okay, that's fair. So, uh, number four, I would say... Sexist. Shaz- <laughs> number four, I would say is Shazam. Okay, fair. Uh, Aquaman, five. Okay. Uh, Birds of Prey, six. I forgot Birds of Prey existed. <laughs> okay. Sexist. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I would definitely put that above Suicide Squad as well. So, you're, you're right. Yeah, Birds of Prey would be number six. Uh, number seven would be Wonder Woman, 84. Okay. BVS would be eight. You put BVS below Wonder Woman, 84. Yes. 
<laughs> Why? No, 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 no. I'm not going to get away with this one. Because uh, who hit us up about it? It was like, oh, so you're, you're like, <laughs> you're like, Wonder Woman get away with rape, but. <laughs> it's not, it's not rape. <laughs> it's not rape. Okay, what did you like about Wonder Woman 84 more than BBS? Uh, it made me smile. <laughs> it made you smile. The rape. <laughs> it made you smile. <laughs> what made you smile? Fuck you. I mean, I'm, I'm legit curious. What made you? What, what made you Grant, smile? I mean, that? yeah, like there's a lot. There's a lot that's problematic in Wonder Woman '84. But there's still moments know. in BBS though. What about the intro? I freaking hated about... it. I don't know. I hated BBS. What? Like, <laughs> you know, and I mean, I didn't like. Wonder... I mean, but like, I don't know. If I had to rank which one I liked more, I was like, what the the warehouse scene with Batman, the intro with the Man of Steel epilogue. So yeah, it's like... not that it's not at the bottom of the list. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think BBS is still better than one eighty four. Okay, I need so, you justify so that. We'll, okay, so we'll swap it. <laughs> okay, so, all right. BBS. I, look, I can't, I'm saying that. I'm the one defending BBS. <laughs> okay, so B, BBS will be seven. We'll put Wonder Woman 84 at eight. And then uh, number nine would be Justice League, the, the, the Whedon version. Oh, see, I didn't put that in my list because I feel like that doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, <laughs> like, well, well, it's still there. Okay. The, and then Suicide Squad is at the bottom. Huh. I'm like, do I, would I put... I don't even want to count to Justice League 2017 as a movie anymore. Like it was, right. That was a it's failed right. experiment. It's not, it's there. <laughs> All right, by virtue of there's a better version of it, I would also put that at the bottom, but only for that reason, not because I think Wonder Woman 84 is a better movie than that. Even, even, even. You think Suicide Squad is worse than Wonder Woman 84? Yes. Why? What was? I what mean, was the good parts of Suicide Squad? Yeah. Besides, this is harder. That's, besides, this is harder besides the dancing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Will Smith was in it. He's we like Will Smith. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are we kind of some kind least, of suicide? I'm like, at least squad? Wonder Woman '84. I would say, even though they didn't go far with it, I at least liked the relationship between Patty. I mean, not Patty. Patty. <laughs> no, you're you're right. Uh, Gal, she wrote herself no, in there. <laughs> Gal, Gal and Cheetah. I'm like, so Gal I at least, Cheetah? really, Gal and Cheetah. Uh, Wonder Woman and Cheetah. Yeah, well, I didn't think they go went far enough with it, but oh, okay, I guess. So, I feel like they didn't have. Yeah, but, I was supposed to say that. Like, I feel like they didn't have enough. Spot, I'm like, what did I like in that movie? I don't. Know. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? And and I uh, still kind of like the boyfriend Joker element. Pe- Pedro had. Pascal. I thought he was good, or at least a decent in terms of his mm. acting. <laughs> I guess, but I can never not fucking granted. No, it was granted. No, that's stupid. Granted. I'm not justifying that. That's fucking stupid. I'm not talking about the writing. I'm talking about his portrayal. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I, I can't. This, that, I can't defend Suicide Squad over like like I can with BVS. So I'm not even gonna fight you on that one. If you think it's better, it's better. Um, but yeah, we're pretty similar though. I guess the DCEU so that Joker doesn't count, right? The Joker movie. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, Joker movie yeah. What would you rank it though? Would you think? That's, do you think that's the best over everything? Are all the DCEU movies? Is it the best? That's a good question. Come back to me on that. <laughs> I, I have. I'm actually because I'm like, if we're included Joker, we gotta include like the Dark Knight and all that. Okay, that's not Dark Knight's off the table. <laughs> I just mean the new DC movies. So that would be among the new ones. I don't even know if I would say it. I don't know if I'd say it's the best. I think it's a better movie. Maybe I'll put it in the top five. Yeah, I don't... Something would move off my top five. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. I can't... I, emotionally, I feel like I still enjoyed Man of Steel more. Man of Steel was one of my favorite theater experiences ever. Like, that that blew my mind in the theaters. I was in IMAX like, oh, oh I believe a man yeah, can no, like, fly. I, I, don't think, I don't think I'd put it in number one. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's somewhere in top three or four. Anyway, moving on. Back to Justice League email from Poet Cardis. Uh, it clearly shows Snyder was following the way the animated movies were. Did I read that already? Yes. Batman would have a good film of him battling Slate. Yeah, read that. We see them grow stronger separately. Read that. It wouldn't have been better than Marvel, but it would have been a good competition. Honestly, better than what we got. It honestly could have been a good universe based on this version. But overall, Snyder's cut gave most fans what they wanted. Martian Manhunter. Mm. That was whack how he did that. Extended yeah. scenes that never should have been cut. Yeah, it was supposed to be Green Lantern. Why change it? Because I mean, Warner Brothers told him no. He was gonna. And I, thought, they, I thought he got free reign. I thought they couldn't tell him no for well, shit. Apparently, for that they said no. Like, uh, there's an article going around. Probably, this probably should have been saved for new, but we're talking about it. But basically, he was gonna quit the Snyder cut because he wanted to put. Uh, it was rumor. Well, not rumor, but he wanted to cast Travante Rhodes from Moonlight. As John Stewart, Green Lantern, which what the pisses fuck? me off because Travante yeah. Rhodes was my number one pick for Green. It's the first time I get a like, oh, this person should play this person. And he's like, no, that's what I wanted. I'm like, fuck. So he wanted, yeah, he wanted Travante Rhodes as Green Lantern to show up, but Warner Brothers said absolutely not. You could use, you could do whatever you want, but like, why? You can't use Green Lantern for pick, what reason? Pick somebody else. I don't understand. Why. So more than Green likely Lantern based movie? on that, I guess based on that, the Martha scene and all that shit, it wasn't gonna be. Because Martian Manhunter was not supposed to be in this movie. Okay, but I don't understand what was. Is there a plan to make a new Green Lantern movie? Why? Well, yeah, that, why there, put a hard limit on that? There's a rumor that they want to do like a, a Hal Jordan, John Stewart buddy cop Green who, Lantern. Who cares? It's the Snyder cut. Everything else in there is not going to be considered canon. So why not yeah, have, I, let him do what I, he wants? But I guess depending on who they get to make the movie, now that forces that director to use who he used more or less. I guess I don't know why. I don't know what the logic is. Yeah, All I don't know. know. I can't explain what they're like. All I know is he wanted to use Green Lantern and they told him no. Well, it was a far worse choice to use Martian Manhunter for all the reasons that everyone on the internet's been saying that it makes Martian Manhunter seem like a fucking dick. <laughs> like, like, it was like, where were, you, where were you in every other movie battle, bro? You were just watching. You were, you were going to nuke the country back in fucking, what, Man of Steel to, to beat Zod or, or to beat Doomsday or whatever the fuck? I'm like, Travante Rhodes is just like, ugh. Yeah, he'd be great. Fucking want it. So I'm like, why would they do that? That's so stupid. They call me Martian Manhunter. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> anyway. Uh, a better version of Joker, a much better ending of the movie, and better pacing. Am I wrong in those points, being some of what the fans wanted? But overall, I give it just under high more than passable. Okay, so here's about where I was, more than passable. Mostly because of the ending being good to me and how it set up the potential for what could have been the DC Universe. I'm curious to know how y'all felt about what could have been with hindsight, or what it could have been with hindsight <laughs> and based on this version. I mean, you kind of just laid it all out. It, it, I do. I think it would have, I don't know, saved all the DC movies in the DCEU. No, because I still don't think they had an overarching plan. Um, even the things that happened, they still Snyder don't have a fucking plan. Yeah, the things that even happened in the Snyder Cut, like with Aquaman, don't actually line up completely with what happened in the Aquaman movie. They set it up better in the standard cut. Yeah, like than, even air bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Which you don't like. I, mean, I like the air I don't. <laughs> it's so stupid. You can't make a civilization underwater but not be able to communicate underwater. <laughs> That's how civilization works. They did communicate, though. <laughs> but no, they didn't do that. Because if they could do it that way, they wouldn't have made an air bubble was talking about bullshit. You could do both. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, da, 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 da. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, let's see. Last email comes from... Oh, wait. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Wow, this is the complete opposite. And we got one pro Snyder email, and this is one like anti Snyder email. The subject is 
Fuck Zack Snyder. Says all things should be. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thanos is like, this is my shit right here. That Nibba is this is his name. So I think this is a new email. I don't remember reading that name before. <laughs> After watching the Snyder cut of Justice League and reading about his plans for a sequel, I've had increasing desire to headbutt a steak knife. Jesus! Wow. As cool as Darkseid is, he's hardly the most interesting Justice League villain or even the most interesting character in his own lore. I just don't understand why Zack Snyder put all his eggs in one basket and won an entire trilogy based around this motherfucker. Because Thanos? Because it's kind of the big bad yeah, DC I'm like, universe? It's dark, yeah, it's Darkseid. <laughs> like, who's the bigger bad? Brainiac? Not even. Yeah, not even. Yeah, he's more of a Superman villain. Darkseid's more of an everybody villain. I don't even understand. That's the- if you do Darkseid right, because there's been moments where they bitch Darkseid and the comp, like they'll have Doomsday take out Darkseid or whatever. It's like, Darks- no, Darkseid is not getting taken out by Doomsday. <laughs> Isn't he? No. <laughs> oh, I mean, but, you know, usually Doomsday is the only thing that's killed Superman, and Superman usually fights toe to toe with Darkseid, so. Yeah, but the way they. the way. <laughs> Right, it's hard to ex- even in even in um, Justice League: The Dark Apocalypse War. It was spoilers for that if you guys don't know what happens in that movie. But once Darkseid makes parademons para fuse with Dark or with Doomsday, called Paradooms, it's game over for superheroes. They beat Darkseid's ass in the same animated series. That's all I'm saying. Like, is they they play fast and loose with how powerful Darkseid. Like, there's. A- Technically speaking, there should be no way Superman could be able to defeat Darkseid. Like the way the way it works is Darkseid is such a powerful figure. He exists outside of our dimension. So in the multiverse. Version, yeah, every version that you see of Darkseid is like an avatar that he imbues himself into. And so depending on his power level is how much of his essence he imbues into each avatar. So that's when you get certain moments where he gets beat up, beat up instantly by certain characters. And then other moments where he's so powerful that it takes the whole Justice League to take him out. That's so confusing to me, even in the but comics where they say but that. But it's also stupid because it's like, well, if you can do that, why not just make every single version your strongest version? Like, but then, Wait, wait, so I'm confused because I thought it was a thing where there was one dark side that existed across every multiverse. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he make- exists in an out, he he exists outside of our dimension, and every every time you see him is an avatar of Darkseid in our dimension, and so it's only one. So that one that exists outside, he's the one that exists exists everywhere, and he could put almost kind of like the you know the, the. But so then, how they're different? So so every time we see a different version of Darkseid, those are just different versions of his avatar being imbued with the power of one source. Yes. And they all share information. Does every does every 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 avatar know about the other dark sides and the other multiverses? Well, usually he, the way he does it, it's not like he'll have one on Earth, whatever, and then another one. Earth. Yeah, it's usually just like he'll just have one be him. Wait, but okay. it's not him. Look, clarification. So, technically speaking, the dark side in the animated move animated movies is the same dark side that Superman fought in the Superman animated series even though it's two completely different continuities they're technically the same dark technically, side technically that's the way it's supposed to work yes so then how does that explain when sometimes like there's so a dark side see, like, so even when you see even when you see dark side in the, 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 the Justice League cartoon yeah the way, it's, the way it works in DC that's technically all him what that's just confusing because what about the dark sides that like die or dark sides that become zombies like in the, the deceased and stuff like that like it's just an avatar so only so that, that avatar, that became avatar a zombie. became whatever a zombie. But Darkseid still exists. His his essence. How does he ever get beat ever? Then shouldn't he be like? That's my point. I fought, <laughs> I fought a billion Supermen. I should know how to beat you every single That's time. That's my point. What? <laughs> like they keep obviously you know superhero comics. They have, you have to have the villain win. Yeah. But 
technically, like, Darkseid should not be defeated. That's so confusing. <laughs> I mean, even Rob from Comics Explained made it. He was like, technically, Darkseid should not be defeatable, but, you know, it's comics. The villain can't win. But. Yeah. That's so confusing. <laughs> it's more confusing with the explanation than before when I just had a, 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 a broad understanding of it. Now I'm more confused. <laughs> okay. Um, la, 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 la. Being that Zack Snyder loves to insert religious imagery and philosophy and other artsy shit in his movies, I would much rather see what he would do with Brainiac. I mean, it'd be nice for a minute still too, yeah, wouldn't this, it? <laughs> I just thought about it. I'm like, the same dark side in the DCEU is the same dark side in the cartoons. <laughs> But see, I feel like that'd be so dope if they played with that concept. It would be, but they don't. They don't. They just talk about it, but they don't really do anything. Yeah, like what if the DCEU was really the bridge between every past iteration of every instance of these characters? That'd be so cool. Like they could, they could have done their multiverse thing within their Justice League series. That'd been dope. But they just that's didn't. Too much. That's too much. Like they could have literally done what they did with that's Crisis. Much, that's too much brain power, Jordan. But they could have like, done what they did with Crisis on Infinite Earths, but in the movies. They could have done a lot of shit. <laughs> they could have started with Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you could have way better arc with Cyborg, being that they're both tech, computer-based characters, and you could use Brainiac to introduce Supergirl and the Lanterns. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I wish we had a Man of Steel too. <laughs> but that's not going to happen, probably, so that's out. Hmm. On that note, let's jump into our topics of the week. Keep talking. I'll be right back. I'm about to say, I'm like, uh, I'll jump into the topics for this week, but it's going to be really shitty reviews because I'm like, I don't remember nothing from nothing this week. My brain is like half empty. Um, you want to start with Superman and Lois since we're already talking about DC shit? And we're, is there anything to remember? I know, exactly. That's why we're going to just say like five words on it, but let's just jump into Superman and Lois get out the way. I lost all my friends. This town, it's my kryptonite. All I'm asking is that you give Smallville a little more time. I'm saying, I'm looking for you. Where below us lane goes, Superman follows. And for those that know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, I'll drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. And this is going to be the quickest review ever because I honestly don't remember much. This week felt like filler, episode five of Superman and Lois. Um, I mean, I barely remember what was even going on. A lot of it was flashbacks of Superman's childhood in Smallville, his first outing, I guess, or first outings as quote-unquote Superboy. Um... And at the same time, we're following some plot line with the, the, this weird Kryptonian human hybrid mystery that's happening in Smallville. Ah, my robe's coming open. <laughs> yeah, Michael's he's, he's he's announcing that, so it's not like surprise, Dick. <laughs> Are you coming on to me? Um, Would you turn me down? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. My my general thoughts about notice he didn't answer. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, my, my general thoughts about this is like, I I was doing something else at the same time, so I can't, I don't even feel comfortable giving it a rating because like, I can't give it an accurate assessment of what I thought. But my broad thoughts are, I was tuning out mostly because the storyline with these humans that are becoming part Kryptonians by whatever means it's they're part Kryptonian. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Smallville thing. There's some... Very Smallville. That's what it feels like. It feels like a Smallville plot. It feels like filler. And like, seeing Superman fight a normal dude that has Kryptonian powers, I'm like, that's boring to me. And the fact that this has been like the plot, the running plot now for a couple of episodes... And it seems like... Because, you know, now we got Supergirl and Superman. Like, it seems like the only thing they can figure out 
for Superman to do or a Kryptonian to do is fight more Kryptonians. Yeah. Because they did the same shit as Supergirl season one when she fought her oh, aunt. Oh, that's right. Yeah, her aunt or whatever her the fuck. Her aunt and uh, army of Kryptonians. And... But even that was more interesting because at least that was like a Zod knockoff. This is just, yeah. this is a dude in like jeans and a jacket and he's like, I'm, I'm, I got superpowers too, motherfucker. But then it was also weird. <laughs> like, and obviously, they're going to get more into it, but he was like, I'm not him anymore. I've been resurrected or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> So he wasn't even himself? He was no, like it was some possessed other by something? Yeah, because he said, I'm resurrected, and then he died. So who the fuck? Are... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. See, I, um, I have paying attention, so I don't even know what's really going on. And I'm like, maybe it's like a thing where they're paralleling like Jordan coming into his powers and being part Kryptonian and then being unstable with these. Like Maybe that's what the, why they're doing it. But is he, though? Because he's not really... like. You saw him besides like the maybe the first episode where he like laser heat vision blasted the the camp, yeah. And then like one more time where you saw his eyes glow really quick, yeah. He's about to beat up a villain. Other than that, you don't really see him having his powers. I'm just trying to figure out a reason why someone in the writers' room thought you know it'd be cool for this series that's like a cool gritty take on Superman being a family man. Let's just make the villains just more Kryptonians. Like, like that's boring, guys. Really, that's the best you could... I was more interested in the B-plot with Lex Luthor trying to do whatever he was doing with Lois and then finding out, spoilers, guys, that on his world, because this is an alternate version of Lex Luthor, to the point where if it's not the white Lex Luthor in this version of reality, it's some other version of Luthor doesn't look like him because she saw him and didn't recognize him as Lex Luthor. Yeah. But on his world... The same woman who was Lois in this world was his wife in his world. And I feel like that's been the plot line in some uh, multiverse storylines for Lex, right? I mean, even in Smallville, they flirted with the idea of him being with Lois for a little bit. I don't really watch Smallville like that, so I don't know. Oh. I remember thinking of him with Lana. He was fucking somebody Clark was fucking. I only watched, like, and I didn't even fully watch the first. I watched, like, some of the first season of Smallville. Mm. And I was just like, this is stupid. I'm not watching. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what? They went to high school. Clark and Lex Luthor knew each other in high school. This is stupid. This yeah. didn't happen. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> but in this now, it's like the plot is Black Lex Luthor is being cucked by Superman. He has to watch his the wife from his world making out with his yeah. arch nemesis. But he doesn't realize that's his arch nemesis. He doesn't realize. Like, he knows a lot about Clark Kal-El, but he doesn't know Kal-El is Clark. Based on what I'm... At yeah, least. I'm like, how? But then why would he... I guess he went to Lois just because he knows Lois. Yeah. Because he says everywhere, Bro, everywhere she goes, Superman is. You can't be the smartest man on earth and not put two and two together, I bro. I mean, in the comics, he don't really... <laughs> it's still stupid, though. It's still dumb. <laughs> and yeah, that was like probably the only really interesting part of the episode was that... Like, the Lex Luthor stuff I'm so interested in. I, I mean, I, I, I like the, some of the, like the flashback, the emotional... Of like him, Superman begins basically. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm still interested, but this is probably the most fillery episode that I've seen so far. Yes. Would you agree with that? Okay. Yes. So it's not just me. And I, I mean, again, again, I'm not gonna say that I'm the best judge of this episode because I was half paying attention. But would you be comfortable rating it? Give it a high passable. High passable. All right. I would probably be in the same ballpark even despite not remembering shit about it. <laughs> but you know, I'm not, not going to jump off the show. Just, I mean, like in, a, eh. in, in, in this particular episode, I thought you might disagree because you hate children, but <laughs> the stuff with the kids, I thought it was interesting this week. Like with the brother. Getting, um, oh, that was the ending. Him getting jealous. and not, Well, not even just that, but him being jealous of his... Because his, right now, uh, Jonathan is used to being the popular one. Yeah. And he's not. He's, he's having a difficult time 
in uh, Smallville. Mm-hmm. And right now, Jonathan is the one that's thriving. So he's getting the girl. He's getting the friends. He's on the football team. Yeah. He's having first dates and all the other stuff. And so, you know, it's causing Jonathan to lash out. He's getting powers. He's drinking. Yeah, he's drinking. <laughs> so then you see. Like, also, like, bro, you can't. You don't think that your super dad was super smelling, super farting, super hearing, all this shit he's got. He's like, I smell alcohol in your breath. <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah. But yeah, the ending, which I didn't care about, was it looked like the kid from the other episode that got the Kryptonian powers came back from. He looked like he came from uh, uh, X Men Origins or something. Like he came from. Uh, what was it? What was the movie called? Well, he did say in this episode, there's a school for uh, metahumans. Yeah, he or looked. Not, was it this episode or was it last week's episode? It was. I think it was last week's episode. Yeah. But he looks straight up like he's wearing an X Men uniform. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He literally came from the. I'm blanking on the, the, the title of that movie. Not Days of Future Past, one before that. First class. First class, yeah. I'm like, did you like go to the first class world to get that outfit? Like, what the fuck? He's got, it looks like a big yellow X on his body. <laughs> but yeah, I'm curious where that goes. Does it mean there's a team of Kryptonian, like baby Superboys somewhere? I don't know. But anyway, let's move on. Let's jump into... Um, let's go back to anime. Let's talk about Attack on Titan. This week's episode was the mid-season finale, Above and Below. And now I get it. I was like, I was as I was literally about to say, what does that title mean? Then I thought about the very last moment of the episode. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Above <laughs> and Below. I get it now. Um, again, guys, full spoilers for the episode. And I guess in this case, since it's the mid-season finale, full spoilers for the entire season so far. But I'm going to be real, I was disappointed with this episode, not because of the episode itself, but because of the ending and the fact that, like we said earlier... Gotta wait till the next fucking year? Bro, a year and a half for another... If it's only... That means only more, what, eight episodes? If it's at the halfway point of the season, aren't the seasons only like 24 episodes? Yeah, usually. So we gotta wait a year and a half for eight episodes. I swear to God, that better mean that these episodes are gonna be the most amazingly animated. There better not be any 3D Titans. Yeah, I don't want to hear. <laughs> it better be all fucking fully animated shit. I'm like, maybe, maybe that's why they decided to do it this way because they, like I said before, Mappa had a very short production period for this for the season. So maybe their their compromise was, all right, well, in the first half, it's so story driven that we can get away with 3D Titans because. Yeah, it might be worse animated, but the story will carry it. And that's what will save up more time and animation budget for the last half. And we'll really need it. Because if it's not going to be... I can't imagine these last eight episodes, wherever the amount of episodes is going to be, isn't going to be mostly fighting. <coughs> We're at the point now where this is like the climax I mean, of the whole series. The way it end, like it's ended on a... It's about to be a fight. About to be a war. Yeah. A stra- In the same way that the season opened on Marley attacking that... Arabian-looking uh, city. Now they're doing the same thing to Paradise Island. The fucking airships are overhead. Ryan, I mean, it's almost like a direct parallel. Reiner looking down at the 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 Eldian Empire or whatever. And then, like I was saying before, like, what does above and below mean? Well, duh. The Marleyan airship forces are above. And then that whole sequence where, yeah, yeah the Jaw Titan was underneath Aaron. Which, that whole... Did you... How did what did you think when Peak not only revealed herself, but then the the, the twist was thrown in that like, oh wait, Peak actually is gonna portray Marley and be on their side? Did you buy it? Or did were you already like, that bitch is lying? This is gonna be a fucking double cross. I I'm gonna be real. I bought no, it. I bought it. I bought it too, because yeah. it, it seemed real. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's what the whole the especially when she was having that whole conversation with Gabby, because I feel like the whole thing that they're leading towards 
is they're making Gabby questioning everything that she knows. So she mm. she sees Peak. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, Marley's saving. And Peak was like, nah, motherfucker, I'm on their side too. Like, yeah. So I felt like that was more like story to push Gabby into mm. realizing like she's kind of on the wrong side too. But then turned out that wasn't the case. But I still think even just that conversation, Gabby still... Well, it wasn't like she was completely lying. Because then, even though she said, like, do you ever think I would betray our comrades like that, our friends? Yeah. She was like... She's basically like, fuck Marley, but I'm with, I'm with my ride or die with my teammates. Yeah, and her people love her. Love people, like, you know, she loves her people. So mm-hmm. it's not about... Like, she's not loyal to the country. She's loyal to her comrades. So I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, And that whole... That whole setup was fucking amazingly done. Because I, I did not see it coming at all. When they... When the episode reached the middle of the the the, uh, the episode, where like the the middle, what's it called? The middle title card. When you see uh, Porco in the audience, I was like, "Oh shit, she's about to point out." There's Porco right there. There's the jaw titan, Aaron. Kill him. But then when it didn't happen, I was like, "Wait, so what's gonna happen? Are they going to the roof?" Okay, I did not foresee the jaw titan was underneath the ground but I love and again parallels when Peak walks out into on the roof and Aaron's like so point out the enemy where's the enemy and Peak turns around and points did you get the vibe that it was the same kind of thing that happened with Aaron at the end of season what were we on four so the end of season three where he's at the ocean he pointed out at the ocean was like our enemy's over there and she pointed at her she, enemy, who was Aaron. She pointed at Aaron, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, everything's different, but everything's the same. <laughs> They're just two sides of the same coin. Are you still team Aaron? <laughs> yes, actually, because I was actually scared for him. I'm like, no, Aaron! Like, oh, he transformed, looked like a badass. Uh, I actually, no, I just thought about something. We, we just, I, was, I was a little disappointed what happened. Like Zeke's, granted, I was like, they're not gonna kill Zeke. They still need that beast titan. But then the fact that this random titan Whoa. just came out of nowhere—that was terrifying—ripped her stomach open and put him inside. That had to be because he was controlling it, right? I'm assuming so. There's no other reason why a titan would act like that. And then stuff. I'm assuming, or maybe because he has that power, it's just like an instinct. But see, if it wasn't, I at first I was like, oh, it's, it's gonna eat him. And then that's that, what I thought. Yeah, and that person get the, the beast titan power. But because it did something fucking gross as fuck and weird like that, I'm like, is it possible that he used his whatever weird coordinator, not quasi-coordinator ability? Because even in this episode, we find out that they don't even understand. The people and Marley don't even actually understand how Zeke's powers work. Yeah. And Aaron said multiple times that Zeke knows more about Titans than even Marley does. And it's like, what does that mean? And I'm also like, but where did he get that information from? Exactly. Who was that little girl <laughs> that he had that weird quick flash about before it, when he was like, oh, am I dying? And it was like that quick flash of like a little girl just with a basket or something. Who the fuck is that? Have we ever seen that person before? No. I, not that I know of, right? So again, something we got to remember. Next year, they're going to show the little girl. They were like, wait, who was that? When did this happen? I don't remember. Go back and watch. Oh, you guys are stupid on Blood Rage. Yeah. You, you remember that two-second flashback with Zeke? Yeah, it's just so confusing. So it's like it just raises so many more questions. And again, it's the thing that I don't think Peek's lying about. Because even in the beginning of this season, uh, a conversation we didn't fully understand was when um, Zeke's successor was asking him about his term ending and being like, so... 
yeah, when you finally um, pass your beast titan powers, I finally know all your secrets. And then Zeke, Zeke joked about like, oh yeah, you finally know how I wipe my ass or whatever. And I, you know, at, at the point, at that point, we didn't understand what the fuck he was really talking about. But now it's like, oh, they he just won't even tell them how he does things like the spinal fluid transformations and can kind of control Titans like the coordinator can. And Why, it makes me wonder, is it a thing that only he can do or did he just learn how to do it and anybody that has Titan power can do it? Yeah, it's really confusing. Is it a royal blood <laughs> only type of thing? And why can he access powers that the only the coordinator type the founding time is supposed to be able to access? He doesn't have the same level of control. But before we even we didn't even understand how the fuck he was doing that stuff. We thought maybe it was just like a beast titan specific power, but maybe not. It's it's something Zeke knows how to do. But yeah, so when the thing shoves his body, his half blown apart corpse into its stomach, my assumption is because of Titan's healing abilities. Well, yeah, I figured that was why. Like that was exactly why, so he can heal. Yeah, I thought, but for that, granted, Titans have ability to heal. But I think I think he was dead if, if that Titan didn't show up. Yeah, you can't. It's, it, he wasn't able to heal fast enough for his entire body, like half his torso, to heal before he would just die. Like he's still a human. He still needs to have his organs functioning to even keep healing. So maybe by adding the, his body to the Titan, it somehow ex, like it, it freezes his dying. Like it, it pa- puts a pause on his yeah, death. Like, I don't know how that works. I don't know how it works either. <laughs> you know, pseudo Titan science. But there's no, there's no reason why that would have happened if not to save his body for Put some you reason. In my belly and death can't get you in here. Yeah, like kangaroo, like he's in a kangaroo pouch or something. <laughs> but yeah, the fucking cliffhanger that we're still fuck the the end cliffhanger of oh shit. Aaron's solo now. Like before, it's like, all right, well, Aaron at least has Mikasa and Levi and all these other people that we know are fucking MVPs of the Survey Corps have his back. Now Aaron's pushed away all his best fighters. Yeah. So I'm like, who's gonna protect him? But he Flock? also <laughs> fuck Flock. But he also has the added bonus now of having that crystal power. Yes, we haven't. And that's another thing we didn't. And we haven't seen him use it yet. No, he, it's not even like his Titan looks different when it he. Formed. I thought maybe he'd have like some elements of the arm, the, um, the Warhammer Titan on him, but nothing. He just, he's just like the Attack Titan still. Yeah. So we don't even know how power is gonna work. We don't even know if he's practiced enough with it to even be able to use it in a fight. We. It's an anime. He doesn't need practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, before well, he did. Plus, he kind of <laughs> ate her, so he should know how to use her power. Oh, it's true. Memories and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, but yeah, that's one part of the cliffhanger. I'm like, really? We're ending here? But then the Le- the Levi cliffhanger. We didn't even yeah, we see still didn't Levi. Even show Levi. So I'm thinking because of that, he's not dead. No, I don't think he's dead, but he's definitely not he's, unscathed. No, no, he's, he's not unscathed. I think he's injured. I think he's handicapped. I think I it's going to be, this I, is the only way. Say, and I don't mean like, I think he's like injured, injured, like maybe missing an arm or some shit. Like Erwin. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember I seen before the only way for the like even the playing ground with Levi is to handicap him. I feel like that's what's gonna happen, and I don't know what what body part he's gonna be missing, but something's gonna be off of him where it's gonna drastically reduce his combat effectiveness. Somebody, a titan needs to put him in his belly. <laughs> give that motherfucker a titan. Like, <laughs> like at this point, fuck man, give him. You know who he would be great with the jaw titan. Give that motherfucker the jaw titan, and he would destroy people. Because yeah. then he would like go like Beyblade mode, but in do, t- do titan you think form. Like end his life or whatever, not end his life, but you know, lower his lifespan. I'm more so thinking about like if he's hurt so bad that he's handicapped as a Survey Corps member. At least this way, he'd be back to full capacity. Because if he was missing like an arm or a leg or even like an eye or something, if he ate a Titan and became or became a Titan, he'd heal it back, like like a lizard <laughs> from Spider Man. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that was the main crux of the episode. And then like just seeing, because most of the episode was just everyone catching up to speed with what's going on. So even Yelena talking to uh, the Survey Corps group in jail. And, and or Mikasa debriefing and shooting that guy in the head for being a fucking racist. I'm glad, yeah. but that, that was the thing where it was like, oh, you leaning, you bitch, you betrayed all of us. But then it's like at the same time, it's not as black and white as like you're just a bad person. It's like she still has respect for them. Like she still, she thinks she's doing it for the right reasons. Do you think? And I, I he's got to be playing it. Like he's got, he's got to be like acting. Armin crying about the euthanasia. Euthanization plan. Oh, no, that being wasn't, like, yeah, that wasn't real. Okay, I'm like, she's like, oh, it's so noble. I'm like, that can't be real. There's yeah, no not, way yeah, not. you flip that fast. Cause I plan. Cause even when uh, I think it was Gene, I was like, wait, that's the plan. You're just gonna have us not have kids anymore, and then we just all grow old and eventually die off. Like, what? If I'm understanding correctly, it's a thing where it's, it's a two part plan. The one part is to kill off all Titans, but not letting Eldians give birth anymore. But then it's also is it still to activate the rumbling to be a deterrent? It's like both? Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise they, have, they don't have any defense. Or not, not to activate it, but to have it be there just in case. Because he said, what about if they still attack? Well, we yeah. have the rumbling just in case. So they'll, they'll keep the royal family bloodline intact so that they can still have Titan Yeah, because remember they mentioned, because it was like, oh, well, because uh, Historia is having a child. Yeah. And so that person can keep the thing go- until that child eventually dies out. It's just the worst plan but ever. I'm like, but even still, like, okay, when that child dies out, they can still attack. Like, yeah, I don't, I just don't. It, it seems such like a short-sighted plan that everyone's just like, yeah, this is the best course of action, right? Like, if a black person was like, I will save the black people of America. How are you gonna do it, savior of black people? I'm gonna make it so none of us can have kids again, and we'll all die off. It's like, what? beat that man, boo that man. Like, I want to be like, yeah, that's the best plan ever. I'm like, what? But Aaron still hasn't like co-signed it. Like, he hasn't talked about the euthanasia plan. Like, yes, this is the only way to to save the people. It seems like a thing Yelena and Zeke are still all about. But I don't believe that's that's Aaron's plan. I can't believe it. Is that moving forward, really? Is that uh, moving forward to destroy your enemies means don't have kids anymore so we also die off? That doesn't seem like moving forward to me. I mean, Aaron, Aaron always said his goal from uh, day one is to destroy all Titans. Well, Eldians are Titans, so... <laughs> you don't think Aaron's become that self-hating too? Like he, That's the, the circular logic we've gone to even with Aaron? I mean, he could be. He likes to cut himself. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't want to believe it. Even though the writing's kind of on the wall, it cannot be that black and white with Aaron. There's got to be a reason he's doing this shit beyond that. I don't want to believe it. I mean... But I'm, but I'm also a Trump supporter now, I guess. <laughs> it's good people on both sides. <laughs> oh, God. Um... So yeah, I mean, I, I like this episode for what it was. The conversations, you know, dialogue's always on point. Story, exposition's always done really well. Um, my main issue with this episode was just it was blue balls. And the fact that it's not going to come back for a year and a half. Like, not enough happened in this episode. It, it didn't feel like a finale. It felt like the next episode could be next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, no, yeah, I feel like even the end of yeah, part one had a more of a climactic feeling. This didn't have that. Yeah, it didn't feel like a, a, a season or a part yeah. Part A finale. It was just like, oh, okay. Yep, the end. And well, you better come back, though, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you have to come back. There's no, like, there's no closure at all. And it's, it's just so high stakes and so so much socio-political stuff going on. That I'm just like, 
how can you make us wait a year and a half for this? This is something that we need to see right now, but whatever. So I, I would give this episode a, a more than passable, but I can't give it perfect just because it just it, it's too unsatisfying. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. And I think this is the first time I've given an episode of Attack on Titan less than perfect this season. Yeah. That's sad. And not because it's not a great episode, just because it's like, that's it? You can't do that? Yeah, this is what we got to wait on? Yeah. But I don't know if you could ju- judge the episode on that. I don't know if that'd be fair for us to do that, because that has nothing to do with the episode. That's just behind-the-scenes scheduling shit. Yeah, but they could have still ended it in a more satisfying... They didn't even give us like a post credit scene that teased something. I remember even that they even did that last time with the part one, part two. Remember the end of part one for season whatever the season before this was, where it was um, uh, Mikasa, uh, Aaron, and Levi fighting, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like even that created more intrigue than this. Like if it ended it with something, if they showed Levi, they show what happened with Zeke to some extent, but just all these hanging questions, and the episode really just consisted of recap, basically, right? It was basically a recap for the most part. Yeah. The best part, I think, was the Aaron conversation with Peak. Just because I think it's so, it's just fascinating watching Aaron speak now. Because it's just like, where the, what you're are you gonna, thinking? You're not going to shoot me. And then he walks right up to the fucking. Yeah, I'm like, yo, your balls are so big now, Aaron. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> he's been working out. You see him, a lot of, he's shirtless a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to, I, I just got to know. I know the reel is going to be mind blowing. I've, I've got so much confidence in Isayama as a writer, so much confidence in this show and series in general. So I, I don't doubt it's going to end up being amazing. It's just that you could have ended stronger or at least ended with something that's a little bit more satisfying than this. It just feels too, it's too blues ballsy. <laughs> um, but yeah. So you same rating? Yeah, same rating. Okay. Let's move on. Um, but yeah, I love this season so far, and I can't wait for it to come back. But let's jump into uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier this week. Uh, the title was The Star-Spangled Man. And again, full spoilers, guys. Um, I, I'm i happy with where this show is going so far. I mean, it's only been two episodes, but before I, mean, I know one of our biggest concerns was if they were going to start touching on the race element in the show where mm-hmm. a black man is taking on the role of being Captain America where not a year ago the phrase this is America <laughs> came with a very very uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for oh, my brain is blank bro oh, <laughs> like, I don't even know I don't even know yeah this is America you know what I'm saying shit is racist okay <laughs> you can't It'd be irresponsible to have a fucking show about a, a black man becoming the symbol of America where right now the content, the context we're in, we know our society would push, push against that. There yes. would not be, there would be hashtags, hashtag, the way that we have hashtags right now on social media saying hashtag not my Captain America for, for John Walker, his whack ass in the show. We'd have that hashtag for Sam Wilson. I mean, it happened in America. It, it happened in the uh, in the the Sam Wilson Captain America comic. He was on the plane, and this flight attendant. He was like, "Can I get? Can I get like a water or something like that?" He was trying to get something for the flight attendant, and she was like, "Not my Captain America." <laughs> wow, 
So I'm, I'd be surprised if they don't put that in the show then. Because <laughs> it seems like they're going oh, yeah, that well, way. Technically, they did. Yeah. The, go- the whole government knew Steve Rogers left him the shield. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we want to do a Smithson- Smithsonian uh, yeah, memorial. That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as he gave the shield, you did the right thing. Called the guy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that shit, you can't do that in a day. That shit was pre-planned. That shit was pre-planned. Like, yeah. they had to have vetted John Walker to figure out who they wanted to... Like, that shit takes a while. Then, yeah. he, then we saw in this episode, he was training with a shield, which I'm like, where do you get this shield from? Yeah. Well, is you, that like, you don't, a, is you that like don't, a prototype? You don't organize a whole drum line. <laughs> a whole drum line fucking Super Bowl party. Oh, I have something to say For about something that. overnight. Oh, I have something to say about that. <laughs> but, but the drum line segment? Uh, Why? Yeah. I mean, when the episode opened, it. Great, I did. I don't. I don't mean literally racist, but that shit was racist. <laughs> We're giving him a drum line. They did that shit on purpose. Marvel did that shit on purpose. Giving him the blackest thing possible. The blackest thing possible. Not even just that, but it's like. Yeah. You got. You took. You literally took the shield from a black man mm-hmm. and gave it to a white. A white man. A white. <laughs> but then you wrote like. You got all the Negroes rolling out for this new Captain America. He got the black girlfriend. Mm, yeah. The black Wait, she's best. black? I don't remember. Yeah, she's wow. yeah. Okay. The black best friend or wife, because they said Mrs. Walker. Yeah. The, so the black wife, the black best friend. You got a whole fucking well, HBCU marching band. The black best friend hurt my soul. So I'm like, man, the trope has become so commonplace now that we're even referencing it with a dude that's I like mean, the he, knockoff he, Captain he is, America. He is in the comics, though, Battlestar, even though his new name is Battle Coon. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> oh, I was like, is that real? Like, oh, thank no, God. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not joking. His name is Batacruz. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm calling him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wannabe ass Sam. I'm like, ugh, disgusting. But the fact that they have moments like where uh, Bucky and Sam are arguing in the in the street and the police come up and ask Bucky only, is this man bothering you? And Bucky's like, do you know who this motherfucker is? I was like, oh, Sam Wilson. And like, you can see in Sam's face, like, you racist motherfuckers. And granted, they're not going hard into it. They're not making it like, they're not beating you overhead with it in an overt way. But little subtle shit like that, that's, that's it speaks so much to our current society. See, I love that scene, but I, 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 and I'll let you watch it after, after we're done recording. What? But I saw a couple people and they were black too they didn't like that scene they thought it was forced and it's forced it didn't feel authentic because their argument they I've were, been in situations like that you're, it's basically they're like you it's so forced <laughs> well, well sometimes things are forced but I don't think that was forced but yeah they said oh I realize you know uh, I'm, I'll let you watch the video but yeah uh, they were like, yeah, I realize, you know, the thing we're dealing with race and everything like that. I feel like they had to have their Black Lives Matter moment, but it didn't seem authentic. Like, you're in an all-black neighborhood. You just got black kids playing outside. All of a sudden, these cops roll out. Where the fuck did the cops come from? I mean, and, I was, and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, cops I don't agree. Really patrol. I, yeah, I'm like, it's not like I cops, came over here and like we're in the hood. Yeah, I'm like, it's like, not like cops aren't in black neighborhoods. There are more black neighborhoods. Yeah. I, and it's so funny you say that. Like, I was literally thinking that as I was driving here because it was like six cop cars like pulled over one person on the way over here. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever been in a white neighborhood and seen that many cop cars in one spot. Even if someone gets pulled over, you know what I'm saying? But over here, you get pulled over. It's like three cop cars come, you're getting arrested. Like, <laughs> oh, they just show up all of a sudden out the blue. Like it was, I didn't like that. The they scene, could have been patrolled. Like, oh yeah, I, I knew what they were trying to do. That scene was trash, and I, I was like, I completely disagree. I also disagree. <laughs> they could have just been sitting on the corner, like cops do. What? And then two people walk out of a house arguing loud like they were. And, and that's another thing. They were like, I can see maybe maybe they should have had them argue. They weren't even arguing that loud. Maybe if Bucky, maybe if Sam got so mad that he pushed Bucky or whatever, like they were just talking. They weren't even arguing really loud. I was like, yeah, they were. 
I mean, even if they weren't arguing super loud, I don't even think you need somebody still, to push. You, but even and granted, Physi- I'm like, I don't think physical contact would be necessary. No, but I'm like, even, if they, even, if, even if they weren't arguing loud, you can still tell there was a confrontation. Yeah, I've been in situations where I'm just like like filming stuff, and a cop will come over and go, "Hey, what's going on over here?" And it will take a white person in my group, usually Eric, to go over and be like, "Yeah, we're just doing this, doing that." You can see their demeanor change. It's crazy. Like, so it's like, no, I've been in situations like that. So, no, this is a case where I'm not going to be like, no, I was forced. No, that's pretty realistic. So you hear that, guys? If you're a black, you need a white friend. You do. You need a... I, think I, don't, they, I, I was like, I didn't say that as oh, a joke. Yeah. I'm oh, serious. Yeah. No, that's real. So they should have said it. If, it anybody, like, if there's anybody that's white on this podcast, I need friends because I don't have any white friends. <laughs> yeah, you need one. You need one in case shit goes sideways that can vouch for you. It's not even a joke. It's so fucking I, it sad. Is. Yeah. Um, no, so whoever said that they're idiots. And a, a white friend that actually gets it, that's not going to gaslight you and all that other bullshit? Yes, it's got to be a white friend that's a little woke. Yeah. <laughs> that knows what the fuck racist Yeah, that knows what the fuck is up. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that, moment was, that was a great moment to me. I thought that was, especially coming off of the heels of that, like seeing how America treated a black super soldier like Isaiah Bradley. The fact that they did, I'm, you were worried, you were concerned. I mean, I still am. You got, What? <laughs> you got an episode two. You said you'd be upset if it wasn't in the show, and we already got and, the, and, the seeds and, of it. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? This is this is me being greedy because oh I'm God. like you're giving it to me, but it's also I feel like it's not enough. But so what you don't know what's coming. If I don't I, care. It can keep going. You're right, but I don't care. <laughs> I want more. I'm sure you're gonna get more because they just left it, and I'm like they set it up. I hope that's not the last time we no, see him. There's no way that was a setup to come back to him later. You think that was just, there was they just set up like that and just like oh, I will never talk about him again. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. No, maybe I just maybe I'm just naive. But I think I have faith in this show. Because again, so far. there's only six up. We still got to deal with Zemo. We still got to introduce Sharon Carter. We got to figure out they mentioned the <laughs> power. Was, they mentioned the power broker. So we still got to introduce the power broker. Which is isn't that how um, U.S. agent got his powers? In U.S. The agent and Battle Coon. Yeah. <laughs> So it's definitely, I, I assume. Which is, which is stupid because I'm like, they both literally have the same power set, but yeah, he's the sidekick because he's black. So they both got super soldiers? They soldier both have the, they have the same exact power. Okay. Literally, right. like not one is stronger than the other. Got you. They're, they're the same. Well, with the Isaiah Bradley thing, I both, definitely the black think one's still the sidekick. it was just set up to come back to him later. Even mm-hmm. even the little bit he talked about how he met Bucky, I like that little back and forth, like, you, yeah, you met as in... I kicked your ass and it's like ah. I, need, I need to see a flashback that's what I'm saying either yeah. it's it, that could be a great premise for like a prequel if they do a show like that if we can see a black Captain America that way or just a flashback would be cool and even then they play fast and loose with it like they didn't address him as like he wasn't the black Captain America he was a super he was a black super soldier because I'm probably sure they didn't call him Captain America trash yeah I, but i guess that was the in in the comics he was called Captain America yeah but do you really think amongst the black community at least Okay, but in this, like, there was see- a whole like he had a whole wall of like like black people knew who he was. Mm. Just kind of like the same thing with like like certain actors that like you call them like black famous. So maybe they- like black people know who that is. But- yeah. But maybe they're trying to make. I feel like that's not realistic. So, though. so yeah, they definitely changed. I feel like it. people would know. Like, like I said, that would be they, they in the world of internet. We would know about him regardless. You know, because he had on his wall like he had pictures with like Malcolm X and and uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank on fucking people? Angela Martin, Davis, oh. and, uh, Muhammad Ali, and Luke Cage. Like black superheroes knew. Like he, he took pictures with him. Wait, you saw Luke Cage in the, in the pictures? I believe so. No, I don't know. I don't mean in the show. I meant in the oh, comic. Oh, okay. I think they meant in the show. Like they had Mike Coulter in the, as an Easter egg. No, oh, no, no, okay, no, never no, mind. No. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I just, and, and they also changed. I feel like in this, they show, also changed him in the sense where, because in the comic, he's brain not brain dead, but he has he he suffered because of the experimentation and lack of medical care. Mm. He suffered mental deterioration. Like I read it like a couple weeks ago because I was making TikTok videos about oh. him, okay. and so. Uh, seven issues truth red white and black robert morales and kyle baker but uh because of lack of medical care with him being in prison and that's also another thing he was only in prison in the comic for like maybe like 15 years they doubled it they say he was in prison 30 years in the mcu i feel like it was to make it make sense but um it feels like he's even more down low in the mcu than he was even in the comics yeah which is the only way again i think it's the only way to make it realistic that no one's heard of him if, if the black community called him Captain America, people would know about him. Sam wouldn't be like, who? Like, you know what I mean? He would know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But so, yeah, because of, he, while he was in prison, he didn't receive any type of medical care. And because he had, he got an experimental, the generic version of the super soldier serum, mm-hmm. the Walmart brand. The Walmart brand. He, uh, his, his mind, he lost a lot of his cognitive functions. And yeah. He had, basically had the mind of a, a child. So in, I like this the, version better. the comic. I like this version way better than so, but I do. But at the same time, I feel like it kind of diminishes what the severity of the what severity you went through, of like kind of what the U.S. But government, the, the U.S. government did to black people. What do you want though? <laughs> do you want do you want this grown ass black man to be talking like oh like popcorn and, and cheese and well, pop like, Isaiah, well, as far as I know, Isaiah Bradley couldn't talk. But they, they could, like he lost so much of his. I feel like you, be, you can't win. I feel like if he was like that, you'd be complaining about that. Like, oh, the only black Captain America figure is going to act like an what idiot. Up, but that's, act, that's comic accurate. He's not, he's not an idiot. He's just but a I child. Like, yeah, I know. But I like that he has dignity. <laughs> like, <laughs> let the man have his dignity, at least. I like that he was kind of like, you know, rough around the edges. Like, fuck you. And I didn't, say, fuck I, my I, house. I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm just saying, like... You want, you want him to have the like, this way at least he can he can embody the rage that you would feel from being denied those basic human rights that he was. Otherwise, you lose all that. I like it better this way. I think. Okay. You don't think so? You don't like no, it better? I, I, I can I can no I can I can uh, concur your yeah. And then he can actually talk about it with Sam. That's that's the bigger thing. I want to see him have a, a sit down heart to heart with that's Sam. What, that's what I'm saying. Like I need to see a moment where they the two of them actually just have a conversation outside of no Bucky. No. You don't think it's gonna be the the, the catalyst for why he decides to become Captain America for sure? I mean, I think him meeting him is that is that catalyst. But I no, mean, I think the conversation. Well, yeah, for sure meeting. But I think the conversation was gonna push him to finally be like, you know what? I am worthy of the shield. I gotta do this. I hope so. Yeah. And I need to see more. I need. I want to be like pop tarts. Like no. <laughs> I need to see Eli. I grant. He. I know this show's not about him, but I'm like that's Eli. Like I need to see more. So Eli. that kid is patriot. That is patriot. Well, he's not patriot yet, but yeah. Yes. You think that's, he's that's actually patriot. gonna be patriot in the show? No. You think he's just a side character? He's probably. That's probably the only time we'll see at least see him. See, that's weird. But I'm like. That's a big character. Like, That's what I'm saying. They need to make, it, a, they need to make a bigger fe- deal. Yeah, it didn't feel big enough. So I was like, is this supposed to be Patriot? It doesn't feel big I enough. I mean, because he's not Patriot. It's just some random, but you know, like, you know who that is if you know. Yeah, but they didn't give, like, any lines yeah, to him. Yeah, they didn't give any weight to it. Yeah, it was just like, it just felt like his, but his handler. But it's also kind of like his daughter, like Cassie, was she, she wasn't, she's not stature yet, so. But she still had moments. Yeah, I mean, she still, she still, but she, yeah, she still again, had a big role. Episode, yeah. episode two, maybe he'll have more moments before the season's over. Um... But yeah, the stuff with um with John Walker, I thought it was interesting that they tried to humanize him in the beginning of the the episode. There were there were points where it's like you go in and I'm like I want to hate you, I everything it was like I was watching with my girlfriend. I know I do this all the time, but it, I say that to say it was just so funny that every time he spoke, 
we both would be like, ew. Like, like audibly go, ew. <laughs> like, everything he did was offensive. And I'm like, why is that? Is this because I'm programmed to be like, you're not Steve. <laughs> How dare you stand where he stood? <laughs> like, did you feel that way? Every time he spoke, every time he said, and there were moments where he was just like, I'm not trying to be Steve. I'm, I'm not trying to replace Steve. And it was now, like, funny enough, I was actually, I was actually liking him. Yeah? Yeah. I, and I think it was more... I think it was more Wyatt Russell's portrayal than the character. Mm. I was liking what Wyatt Russell was bringing to the table. I hate his face. In terms man. of his portrayal. <laughs> I hate his jaw so much. He's got such a punchable face. Well, we already, we already mentioned that, yeah. you know, with the casting, they said, who has the most punchable face? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they, they had him in the first half, not going to lie, because by the time you get to the point where he's trying to befriend uh, Bucky and Sam after rescuing them in that, that, um, that truck chase... Which I fucking I was like, ugh, him him throwing the shield even. Yeah, I was like, even ugh. That, I was like, ah. yeah, I guess it's a comic book, but I'm still just like, how do you do that? I don't buy it. No, <laughs> like knowing that because based on what it seems like right now, it doesn't seem like he's a super soldier. No, he's not. So with him throwing the shield and off then of, catching and, it, it's not yeah, hard. Catching, yeah, and then uh, it's knocking down super soldiers. Yeah, and then uh, when 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 Battle Coon was falling off the truck <laughs> and he threw it to catch her, I'm yeah. like. This, I'm not believing that you're this accurate with the shield or you're just a guy. Yeah. I'm sorry, granted, it's a comic book world. I know I need to let it go, but I'm not... Well, especially in the world where Sam has to train with it, and yet this guy's throwing around like he's always had it. I'm like, what the fuck? But even when you saw Sam training with it in the, in the, in the, in the trailer, when he was catching the shield, you saw him like... like yeah, I mean, this guy did too, but the fact that he didn't have to... like The fact that Sam... He's he's strong. He's athletic, and he still has to train with it to the point where he's like jutting back from getting hit with the the impact from it. And this guy isn't, or at least he's he's got more handle than Sam would. Bullshit! <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> um, and what's Battlestar's power? Like, what's his specialty? He's just a guy with a SWAT vest. Like, I don't understand what his his deal is. You mean like his in the show? Yeah, in the show. What's he do? Oh, he's just his best friend. Yeah, they... I'm like, he's, but like you know, at least Sam has the wing. He's got, he's got a gimmick. What's his gimmick? I've got a vest. Like, what is his gimmick? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the comic, they both they literally are both super soldiers, so that's his thing. Okay. But in this, he's just the sidekick. He's just a dude. Yeah, he's just a I'm a dude. He's a dude. <laughs> but like, what makes you qualify to be here? Just because you have a vest on? Like, <laughs> uh, not nepotism, because that's family, but what's the other one? I don't know. I don't know, but it's, it's who you know. That's, yeah, that's yeah, cap- it's connections. He's Captain America, and I'm a, I chose I choose my best friend. That's, why, that's <laughs> yeah. my sidekick, my yeah. black best friend. Yeah, you have that designated black best friend. That's yeah. all. But yeah, that whole sequence, I'm just like, uh, when, he, when they're in the like the the back of the and the, even the hell, Jeep. like they're in, and we and we had a conversation about this. And the reason why, like the whole battle cool thing comes up because remember I mentioned also before, like it's not realistic for black people to be in spaces and not acknowledge each other and things mm-hmm. like that. Now nah, he's one of those other ones. He's like the Herman Cain. Ben Carson type of black person. I'm not one of those black people. Yeah, he's one of yeah. Because even when Candace he was Owens type even shit. Even when he was in the in the back seat with, with Falcon, there was no like, mm. oh, what's up, like Falcon, like yeah, hi. Pleasure especially to meet with you them both being in the mil- they're both being in the military. Yeah, them both like Falcon is an Avenger, and then the only two black people. He didn't even go like, you know, nice to meet you, you know, cool. It was it was just like, oh, you what it like. Battle Coon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is B- Bucky was speaking from my heart because every Ruckus. time he was like, "You ain't fucking Cap." Like yeah, that was the entire vibe Bucky had. Like, "You ain't fucking Cap. How dare you? How dare you fucking even have that shield?" But 
So I, the John Walker had me in the first half, but that line at the end where he's like, "Well, then you can stay out of my way." Stay the hell out. Yeah, of my stay way. the hell out of my way. And then if you notice, they even gave him like the the dark red shadowing on his face. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he's gonna be bad. I don't think he's gonna be bad. You know, I think, I think he's. Gonna, yeah. I don't think he's gonna be a villain. My assumption was once he gets, to, he's gotta get the super soldier, soldier serum, right? That's my. That's my. As soon as they name dropped the power brokers, yeah. I was like, he's gonna get the serum. Well, the whole thing with Cap is when he got the serum, it was like good becomes great, bad becomes worse. And I feel like he's got a great resume, but all we know is what his PR juggernaut basically told us. I think he's going to be a problem. I don't think he's going to be a, like evil. Like he might be the villain for like the show or whatever, but I don't think he's going to be like a, like a villain. No, I feel like he's going to be like that dude in Jessica Jones like that went kind of crazy from taking a version of the Super Soldier Serum. Like it's going to make him... Not maybe not even maybe it's not even gonna make him unhinged because it doesn't seem like the uh, the people in the flag smashers are crazy. That's another thing they, they kind of humanize them too in this episode. They did, but at the same time, like. But I feel like it's gonna be a thing where just his ego, like his his drive to be Captain America, eventually makes him feel like he's whole like better than everyone else. Rather than it become like make him like a better person, so yeah, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. I think he's going to be a problem in the sense of like what he does to be Captain America, but I don't think he's like a bad like he's evil, like a Thanos or the Yellow no, Jacket. No, 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 no. I think it's going to be like a tragic hero type of thing, where it's like a, he, you could see that he had good things about him, but the circumstances. But then again, who knows? Like who knows? Because WandaVision, Agatha is not a villain, but they made her a villain in, in WandaVision. So true. I mean, there's got to be some inciting incident that is the reason why Sam gets the shield back and, you know, even attempts to become Captain America again. So, either he dies or, or he goes rogue to some extent. Mm-hmm. But even with the Flag Smashers, like, I get what they were saying about, you know, the world was better, yada, 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 because we, were, you know, once the people that were in power came back, almost kind of like the Dr. Stone... Uh, Oh, the villain! Yeah, uh, the villain. Like his, yeah. like his goal is to not have no more adults because they yeah, no more adults. They're they corrupt. Fucked, yeah, assholes. they're the ones that fucked up the world. Yeah. So I mean, I, I get what they were trying to say with the flag, but at the same time, like imagine if the snap took away Trump and, and <laughs> Ben Shapiro and all those assholes. Yeah, all the all those problematic ass yeah. white people in Congress. And they all came back. You're like, yeah, then all of a sudden, yeah, I get. So I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I still feel nothing for them though. Like even the guy that sacrificed himself. Yeah, I felt nothing. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And my thing was like, couldn't you have gotten also, away? Like, I yeah. felt like there was enough time. I was like, yeah, I was like all he could, all he had to do was like push, push the it pole. and run. Yeah, push the pole and run. With your super, super soldier speed. No, exactly. Uh-huh. no yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to do all that. No, it's like, no, nah, I'm gonna sacrifice myself. Are you sure? There's other ways to do this. No, I'm pretty sure I can sacrifice myself. <laughs> it's like, you and just then also, to die. I'm like, what is their end game? Ha <laughs> ha. Nah. Because <laughs> their whole thing is like they want the world to go back. To before the blip, how the fuck do you do that without an Infinity Stone? Like, what are you doing? That's a good question. Like, not really sure yet what their motives are. Their true motives. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. I mean, there's a rumor that they're they're planning on releasing a virus into the world. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how true that is, but that's the only thing that also kind of makes it like, how do you wipe out half the population? Yeah, that's true. Um, and how do you feel about the the Zemo? Uh, name drop and the segue to Zemo at the end. And then I mean, you saw him. It wasn't just a name drop, but I mean, yeah. we already we knew we already knew he yeah. was coming. So I'm not. But based on this, I don't think he's gonna be the the villain. He seems like a because because before I thought Zemo was, was like gonna be main, the bad big yeah. bad of the series. It seems more like a like a an al like a begrudging ally. Yeah, 
Yeah. Which, I, I mean, I'm fine with the Zemo stuff. It was just, for me, and it's so nitpicky, but I guess because I just came off of filming something, I felt like the transition was really weird. Because, like, we had to go find Zemo. Or the, the classical music started playing immediately, and then it cuts to I'm like, why didn't you play music after it cut? Why did you start blaring that music as soon as you said the word Zemo? It, just, it came off comical to me almost. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's nitpicky. <laughs> That's an editing thing. Well, one thing I did notice. What? There was a lot of queer baiting in this episode. Queer baiting. Oh, wait. Queer baiting. I was going to say that, I, that the moment between Bucky and Sam, I really enjoyed. It's queer baiting. That was queer baiting? That's why you enjoyed it. What? Because it, it was gay. It was gay? Where, the, the whole thing the, where he was like, if you was wrong about you, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when he saved them from the... From the uh, from the from the train of um, the train the the ship what the fuck the truck the, the truck yeah and then they're rolling in the fields yeah. in each other's arms and then they, la- then they land on top of each other with you know bucky on the top because you know bucky's top but i think they flip-flop and, what? Then, <laughs> and then they're looking and gazing into each other's eyes all romantic and then sam pushes him off push, and sam pushes him off and they're looking up at the sky which reminds you of ev- the end of every sex scene in every movie where after they're done they roll over and then they're looking up and sam even had his arm on bucky and I was just like, come on. And then, and then, and then, because even if you forgive, even if you forgive that, even if you forgive that, literally they were in couples therapy. The, 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 the therapist even mentioned what I'm about to do, I do for couples. Okay. And then it's like, if I come over there right now and, and I, we, I put my leg yeah, in yours and you put your, yeah, and, and also my dick is out. So, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Put your dick away, Michael. Literally, literally the same thing. Because Bucky, both of their dicks were out. They had what? What show were you watching? And they had their legs all up in each other. Like get closer, get close. And it's like kind of like the therapist was like, because you know, was a really you know, good scene. Because you know, there was a lot of women that like watching gay porn. Yeah. So that's what the therapist was. It was like get closer. What? Close. Oh, closer. Man, we were wild. Wow, man, touch his nipples. Wow. We were watching two different shows because I were not. Were we I didn't read you, any you of that. You said, you said, I really liked it. I know why you liked it, motherfucker. Oh, you, just, you just didn't realize it. I mean, now that you say it, I mean, maybe that was like the joke. It's like, I mean, even joke before this was like uh, Wanda and Vision are the odd couple. and No, they're the weird couple and Bucky and Sam are the odd couple. Um, so I, I can't see what you're it, and yeah that, that landing on somebody and pushing them off that is a, very much a trope with the opposite sex and it is couples therapy so I can kind of see where you're coming from but all of that flew over my head in the it's episode queer, and then there's something else that I learned that I, did I post this yesterday or today I, think I, I thought post- was the, that was the, kind of the joke like they're just a, it's a funny couple dynamic I think I posted it today. They're they're toxic for each other right no. now, and that's the arc they got to go on until this, they. I posted this yesterday. They become a good team. No. And then leaning more into Bucky, be, being hinted at to be bisexual. So I'm about to educate. Okay. Blurred vision land. So there was also a moment in uh, which I didn't recall, I didn't realize until I read an article about it, but that moment in episode one where he was uh, date on the date with the Asian girl. Yeah, and they were talking about dating apps. Okay. And he was like, uh, "Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of weird photos." She's like, "What do you mean weird photos?" He's like, "A lot of tiger pictures." Okay. Well, it turns out that's actually a thing, where 
uh, Tinder, all these dating apps, they were cracking down on a lot of men having tigers in their dating profiles because it was uh, like illegal, like tiger. Yeah, but I. It was like poaching but, and things like that. But in that. Tiger King, I thought it was the thing where women and women do that, though. Uh. I've never seen it, but well, the, it wasn't a thing. It the whole Tiger King, King thing was like people go to these zoos and take photos with tigers and whatever. Well, specifically with the the crackdown on Tinder, it was with men doing mm. it, and there's a whole article like, oh, it's illegal to uh, now from now on if you have a tiger in your photo or whatever, you can't do it anymore. And like I said, it was specifically mm. with men. So I'm like, so you think that was like a super so duper if, subtle if, way if to Buffy, be like if Buffy? Buffy. If, if Bucky's talking about seeing tiger for, I'm like, so he's been looking at men and women. Queer bit. <laughs> Just I, do it. Well, then I'm like, part of me is like, oh, I feel validated. But at the same time, I'm like, either fucking commit to it or don't. Because, and I was saving this for the news, but since I'm talking about it, the, <laughs> the, the head writer, Ma- Malcolm Spellman, they actually asked him. They were like, there's, so there's a lot of theories and things going on in the internet okay. about Bucky potentially being bisexual. And he's like, mm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but keep watching. So maybe they will. So granted, that's not him saying yes, but that's not him saying no either. So I'm like, but I'm oh, also like, like yeah, you're right. Either do it or don't. Because like, keep watching can mean like, uh, actually, yeah, it could just it, be like, I'm not gonna answer that, but just watch my show. No, I meant like maybe keep watching could mean like, yeah, but by the fifth episode, he makes out with that Asian chick. So there you go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like there, there's your answer right there. But I'm just like, like I said. Either commit to it or just fucking don't because it's trash, but it's queer baiting. It is. So this is queer baiting. It's problematic. Got you. Got you. Would you like me to read the Webster Dictionary? I don't <laughs> queer, queer bait, Jordan? I, I guess so. I mean, this is also that I did not register at all. <laughs> so would you be mad if they just don't acknowledge it? Like if they don't actually say, what, what do you want? You want them to be like, Bucky is bisexual. I'm saying either commit to it or don't. Don't try to bait like it's uh, queer baiting is something that's been going on since really the beginning of fucking Hollywood there's like a whole Mm. documentary about the history of queer baiting since the beginning of like even in uh, silent pictures and shit Mm. so would you consider it's a way of like uh, Force Awakens with Finn and Poe queer baiting I don't consider no it's not queer baiting really even though literally uh I want to say Edgar Allan Poe. What? Oscar Isaac said that he was playing attraction in Force Awakens. Well, I think I think which totally reads like that. That I read. Like even back then, the face he makes at, at Finn when he's like, oh, "No, the jacket looks good on you." And he like gives him like the little shoulder tap. I'm buying his lower lip and shit. I'm like that's that's sexual. I would I would say that's probably a little accidental. Accidental, but in the sense that, but, but he said he was doing it on purpose. Well, he was, yeah. Because, but that's also, I think, because like I said, well, accidental because their chem, he thought their chemistry was so good that he was like, you know what? I think I could, I could see more and let's play, let's play, play a little bit of romance. Yeah, that's not queer. But though. the writers themselves weren't like. Mm. So that's not queer baiting. It's like accident. It's like accidental queer baiting. Got but you. Here's the proper definition of queer baiting. Okay. Queer baiting is a marketing technique for fiction and entertainment in which creators hint at but then do not actually depict same-sex romance or other LGBTQ representation. Hmm. They do so to attract, bait a queer or straight ally audience with a suggestion of relationships or characters that appeal to them while at the same time attempting to avoid or alienate other consumers, so the straight audience. Hmm. Interesting. 
So did I so granted, queer bait so granted, unworthy? You <laughs> they never actually kissed. Did they ever actually explicitly? They never even explicitly said they were dating in unworthy. But the implication is obviously there. Well, didn't she say? I don't remember. Yeah, there's no dialogue saying like, "I love you, Tommy" or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I'm like, cause it's I'm all, thinking, it's cause all I'm there. Granted, but I know not... you didn't watch. I know you didn't watch Teen Wolf, but there was queer baiting with the character of Styles, where the director, who was gay, was like, "Oh yeah, we definitely dropped a lot of hints that Styles is bisexual," but then they went nowhere with it. Mm. They nothing. Even there was there, there were even scenes where like he was talking to a girl at the club that he was attracted to. And then she checked. She checked out another girl. He was like, "Oh, so you like girls?" He's like, "She's like, oh yeah, I do." And she was like, "Do you?" He was like, "Oh, absolutely." And then he was like, "But you also like boys, right?" She's like, "Oh yeah, I do." And then she was like, "Do you?" And then he paused. And then somebody interrupted them. Oh, okay. Well, that's like a clear like yeah, diversionary tactic. Like, <laughs> like you're <laughs> baiting. Yeah, you're yeah. baiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they haven't done anything like that as explicit in the MCU, so it's not, this is not that bad. Couples therapy. <laughs> Well, I mean, but that's also like a guy, like a funny guy thing of like, oh, you two best friends or you two friends have to go through couples therapy. That's how circuit bromance. Yeah, but it's always that. That was just my point. <laughs> yeah. I'm only with it with long hair Bucky. That's it. <laughs> so, not short hair Bucky. No, long hair. I was mad. I saw Jeremy John's video. He cut his hair. I was like, why? <laughs> long hair yeah. is cooler. I, I, prefer, I prefer short hair. Ah, oh, you're crazy. I mean, you're bald, so maybe that's. All. Fuck you! I'm not. Just, what was that? My hair is long. You just can't see it. <laughs> I have the Harry Potter invisible cloak. Ah, I got you. Yeah. Um, was there anything else in this episode that you want to talk about? I'm queer baiting. The queer baiting. I mean, that's that's an interesting takeaway that I didn't really even consider. But now you now you bring it to my attention, I can kind of see where you're coming from. And I'll be curious now if they do touch on it again, if it really was meant to be like a allusion to bisexuality on Bucky's part. And then also part of queer baiting is like, if these two kids, the way they're portraying these two characters, if this was the opposite sex, they would have obviously been in a romance. Like even yes, uh, I agree with that. Shiro and fucking Lance in, in Voltron. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, these are, this is the classic romantic comedy foil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. But I just I, like if those two were anything other than two men, they would have been fucking each other. And then they even went with, "Oh, Shiro's actually been gay this whole time." They just never, never mentioned it in the five seasons. Here's this random husband that he had that died that he he never fucking talked about. Yeah, Voltron got that weird. we're gonna throw in in the last episode or whatever of the final season. I fell off Voltron, but from the fans' like take on it, I've only heard people get mad about it ever since like. I that, fell off Voltron too, but I, I watched that one episode where oh Cheryl's actually gay, guys. It's confirmed. By but, the way, <laughs> but, but not Lance. Yeah, or hmm. whatever the fuck his name is, Zachary Quinto. Whatever. It's not Zachary Quinto, <laughs> but who, who who is in uh Invincible? But mm. ah, that's what I want to talk about. So wait, is, is there anything you want to talk about talking to Million Soldier? I'm like trying to remember any other plot points. Um, the main stuff. No. Yeah. What would you rate it? Bucky and Sam should be gay. <laughs> or at least have sex one time do I want Sam at least have sex Uh, it doesn't have to be gay it doesn't have to be gay but they should fuck at least once I don't read that from Sam though I feel like that was a Stephen Bucky thing they should fuck at least once what the fuck (laughs) like and I I was just I was just experimenting bro like I read that from Steve not so much Sam seems like more of like the the angry best friend of like you better get your shit together bro I will say outside of the 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 gay angle why he was gonna make it gay because it never is but um 
in some ways, I do think that moment in the therapy scene where Bucky was all of a sudden like, well, you know what? After we're done taking care of the Flag Smashers, I'm ne- we could take two separate vacations. I'm never going to see you ever again. I thought that was out of nowhere. I thought that was stupid. I feel like he's just angry and he's lashing out. I, feel, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's saying could, things he doesn't necessarily mean because he he's angry. Be, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was a little stupid, especially considering when you get to the episode beforehand, Sam was the one re- like he was because he uh, remember the, he was like you haven't returned any of Sam's phone calls. But I think that's why I think Bucky's the type of person that would push people away that are the closest. But it was Sam that said that, not Bucky. Oh yes, yeah, so Sam did say that. Well, then maybe sick of Sam shit or sick of Bucky shit. Like, yeah. is he? Like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> he already knows who Bucky is, but he's been trying to reach out this whole time. So it's yeah. like now all of a sudden to have that one. Fuck you! I don't want to deal. I'm. A, we don't have to see each other anymore. Like I was like, I feel like that was out of nowhere. Kinda, or it's the culmination of all the times he's been annoyed by Bucky so far in the series. Anyway, which is like I'm every like, time he's been annoyed. But even even before, as every time they have an encounter, it's like really Bucky, really. <laughs> That's my point. Like for that to all of a sudden, it's like I don't want to have anything to do with him. But wasn't that after Bucky had the explosion on him about like Cat being wrong about him? Maybe he's wrong about me. That was after was, that, right? No, it was in that same scene. Yeah, no, but didn't Bucky say that first before Sam said Bucky that? Bucky said that first, yeah. So, yeah, maybe that's why he just raised tension. He's angry. Like, fuck you then. Because that's got to hurt too with him saying like, you made the wrong choice. Bucky, Steve shouldn't even give you that shit. He was going to throw it away. Like, that, that shit would hurt. It was like, I didn't give it away because I wanted to. I didn't. I don't like the fact. I love the, all our conversations were great. Him being like, I didn't want to give up the shield. Like, it was a thing where I just didn't feel like I, it belonged to me. So like, I, I didn't want this motherfucker to have it. I didn't know the government was going to give it to this motherfucker. I don't like it any more than you do. So I was like, I don't know. I can see there being some tension because of that. Yeah, Bucky was a little bit of a white man. And it hurt my soul when Bucky said that. It was like, he, he was wrong about me. He's like, oh, you go to Wakanda, you, you, all of a sudden you're the White Panther. It's actually White Wolf. Wait, what? That was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a really funny line. <laughs> like, he gives a fucking white man a, a title for going to Africa. It's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not the... I guess he was kind of called the Black Falcon, wasn't he? <laughs> I mean, he was, yeah. What are you called it? Black kid? <laughs> I'd have been like, I, yeah, that's what they see me as. <laughs> And it's so funny to make that joke when they're in a universe where that does happen, like Goliath, Black Goliath. Black Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he called Black Goliath? Because he's black. <laughs> That's the only reason. Mm. Uh, so what would you rate it? Perfect. I give it perfect too. I'm I'm digging the show. I'm really curious to see where they keep going with it because I'm 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 liking the direction. I'm I'm glad they actually are touching on some of the political and topical issues they are. But now I could probably also understand. Because remember I said last week, I was like, I spoke to somebody in the military. It doesn't make sense for Sam to be broke. Okay, so why? Like that one mission alone that he did last week yeah. should have netted him minimum $200,000. Okay, so what's the explanation? I'm like, it would make sense. Well, at least if they say it, at least. It would make sense the reason he doesn't have a whole lot of money is because think, think about like this episode, Red Wing was destroyed. I'm pretty sure to put that shit back together. Oh, that's what I was saying. The repairs. Yeah. Because it's like, it costs a billion, jillion dollars. It costs Tony Stark money to make that shit. And yeah, that's I'm, another thing. Tony Stark upgraded that. That's why his wings don't look like the wings that he had in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Whatever happened to his unit? Because the whole well, I remember it was, for, only, it was only just him and his partner, and his partner died. That's what I was saying. I said oh, that, that's right. I okay. said that last week. I thought though, it was like I was a whole like, group of them. I, I remember, remember I said that last too. week. I was like, 
if the military created did, did, did that whole thing yeah why didn't they make well, more yeah why didn't they make more why didn't they train more because obviously yeah. it's not like Sam woke up and was like I know how to fly too, give me some wings too dangerous I guess maybe it's the military they don't give a fuck yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying like one guy dies so we're di- gonna discontinue this project yeah. but I yeah mean, we're gonna I mean, hire the guy that has the prototype wings still like it's weird yeah, we're not going to train more of yeah. people like him. Yeah, really. It doesn't really. You could have a whole unit of Falcons. I mean, ultimately, comics they kind of did I mean, did I that. guess now because he has the best, the best wing. He has Star Trek wings. Yeah, only still, he can they, get. They can still make the, the other wings still worked. Like they still did shit. Like yeah, they did. <laughs> but I, I don't know. That's that's what I'll say. Like it's not like they can't be another Falcon. Like in the comics, they kind of did that with Giant Man. Like after Hank Pym died in the Ultimate Comics, they used the Pym particle formula on a like a whole group of like Ant-Man soldiers. So it's a whole unit of Ant-Man. So I'm like, why couldn't they do it at the Falcon? Like, it seems easier. <laughs> it's just, it's just a jetpack, yeah, it's bro. Not in a, it's not a suit Captain America type of thing where the person that created the super soldier serum is dead. Yeah. So they don't even know how to make more. Well, even now that's out the window since now they are making more super soldiers that don't have side effects like um, Red Skull. No. Clearly. Um, but yeah. But are they Captain America level? They're enough to beat up Bucky. Like, yeah. but, it's, but it's like five of them as opposed to like one on one. Yeah, true, true, true. Possible. Which I, which also gave me go, going to that. I'm like, okay, Bucky fighting them. But I'm like, but Sam and, and US agent and them like, and he's able to like, yeah, throwing the shield on them and taking them out. I'm like, granted, Bucky. They, My thing is, how does they did shield? Mention, they did mention it's like, yeah, that girl kicked your ass. Yeah. And they did get their ass beat. But at the same time, it, it just seemed like. Battle Coon and, and and Captain America were keeping up. I wouldn't say uh, keeping ish, up. Ish. was not Battlestar. He did nothing. <laughs> but the, but the other Captain America, as long as he had the shield and hit them with the shield, it was effective. But my thing is, it's strong enough to knock them down, but then not strong enough to knock him down when he catches it again. Like I don't understand. How does how does force work? I don't understand. I mean, uh. Peter did say that thing does not obey the law of physics. It really doesn't, because <laughs> like if it knocks them back and then it hits you with the same ricocheting force, it should also knock you back, right? Like if you're not as strong as them. No, his his uh, Captain America outfit is lined with vibranium. <laughs> uh, that's the only. First of all, it's like a party city suit. <laughs> it looks so cheap. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's get into the other superhero show that came out this past week, Invincible. I'm scared, Dad. What if I can't do this? Follow me. Slow down. Land. I said land. Stop! Get up. I'm actually getting used to this a little. That's not good. You need to be better. After everything he's done, how can I live up to all that? You need to decide what kind of hero you want to be. That was you! In the blue and the yellow? Why don't you meet the team after school? May we count on you in the future? Yeah, I think so. And bored of this. Did you read the comic or not? I know you know of the comic. I'm reading it right now. So you're gonna you're gonna repass where we're at in the show? Yes and no. There's something that happens at episode three, and I was like, I don't know what this is. 
episode three. Spoilers. So when uh, okay, so wait, we're, Robot Man. We're gonna go full spoilers into this yeah. this, this I, I series, just said guys. That spoilers. Yeah. So when I feel Ro- like it's something we should talk about non-spoilers because it's so crazy, but it's fine. I feel like at this point people have already seen it. Yeah, if you haven't, point. if you don't know about it, guys, it's called Invincible. It's on Amazon Prime. It's fucking superheroes, but it's animated and it's got blood, guts, and fucking gore. It's crazy. So yeah, I think the boys were animated. Um, the part where Robot Man releases the Mauler twins or whatever. Yes, I was like, and then he's like, everything's happening. Whatever, whatever he said, everything going according to plan or something like that. Yeah, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, my thing was like, are there no good heroes in this fucking world? Like, what the fuck? So that I, I was like, I don't, I'm not there. Okay. Or if that's just because you know sometimes they change things. I don't know. So I don't even know if that happens in the comic. Okay. But right now I'm only on issue 14. So. So you're only There's 150 read, issues. You're only gonna read up to what they're already shown, or you're past it. Well, I wanted spoiling to spoiling motherfucker. Don't don't tell me things I don't want to know. Yeah, I, my my thing is I wanted to read the first 12 issues okay. and then just go into the season because I was like, yeah, there's only what maybe eight episodes. Uh, I don't think they're gonna go past the first 12 issues in this comic. I was like, oh wait, they're speeding through. Like what happens at episode one? Doesn't happen until issue seven of the comic. Issue seven? Yes. Yo, that would be way... Because what happens at the end of the first episode... Look, basically every end of the episode... I feel episode, like you're about to say what I, what, I, what, I, what I think or what I said on my... Yeah. What? No, go get it. I, I, I'll tell you. I'll see if you're right or not. Or not right. not right. I'll see if you say the same thing I think. But yeah, go. What, what I don't say? know. Now I'm, I have no idea. I was going to say issue it, seven. That was the, the, the. Oh, yeah. I feel like that, that, that means there was a much slower burn in the comic than what happened in the show. And I feel like if I had that much time to kind of get to know. Because they lead you into a false sense of security. Yeah, you're about, yeah you're going to see Oh, it. okay. So, so, so in the show, because of what happens doesn't happen to the very end of the episode. For you know, ninety percent of the episode, you're led. It literally happens after the credits of the first episode. Like it, it leads you in this false security of like it feels like and there's a little bit of like blood in the beginning, but it feels more like a like a PG thirteen Justice League. Like it just feel it, it. It feels like a cartoon you would see on Toonami or something like that. It is, it is. It visually looks like those wholesome DC animated movies. The ones that are PG don't get too violent, but they're still violent. By the time you get to the end of that episode, and they do what they do again, we're in spoilers, so fuck it. When Omni Man, who is the Superman of this this world, destroys what is the Justice League of this world in the most bloody, visceral, fucking like it, it, it's it's what you would imagine if Superman really wanted to kill somebody would do. Mm-hmm. And none of this like, oh, I'm gonna hold back bullshit. It's like, no, if I get my hands on you, you're fucking dead, Batman. Then what he does was kind of racist <laughs> to the black Batman. Darkwing to everybody. Huh? Call him Blackwing. Darkwing does. Yeah, no, it, it does get. Oh God, my body! <laughs> I'm being ripped apart, limb from so, limb. So yeah, basically, what the, what what the Hulk did to Loki. But realistic. But without, but without Loki being a god, yes, Darkwing is a man. He's like Batman he's of the Batman. world, which it is racist because in the comic he's white. <laughs> well, I feel like maybe they were trying to then give some same diversity. Thing, same thing with Amber. In the comic, Amber's white. Who's Amber? The black girl. So then everybody's white. Not everybody. Well, uh, Invincible Mark is Asian, half Asian. I thought he was also. I, I the only thing I heard about the race swapping was that his mom was white in the comics. No, 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 his mom. His mom is. They don't. They don't show. Let me grab this. Uh, uh, she's uh, like drawn ambiguously Asian, but they don't really go into it. So because of that, a lot of people speculate she's Asian, but they don't talk about it. But like, if you look at her, but they she, don't. Have they talked about it in the show? 
I don't remember ever. She, look, I mean, she, she looks, looks clearly she's Asian in the show. Voiced by Sandra Oh, an Asian woman. Yeah. Same with Mark. Yeah. Okay, then I'm very curious to see what she looks like in the comic then. Because yeah, that was the only thing I heard about in the comic was that. Uh, I mean, that's the only thing I heard was that the race swap was the mom was white. So because of that, that's why Mark is voiced by Stephen Young, an Asian guy, because yeah. his mother's half Damn, Asian. that thing is big. Is that, the enti- is that the entire series? No. No. Wow. This thing is a fucking Bible. It's, oh my God, this book is heavy. Compendium 1. Jesus Christ, Robert Kirkman. Jesus Christ. So these two together? Three? Three fucking tombs of this shit. It's like fucking... <laughs> Open the sacred text to page one, verse four. Jesus Christ, it's so much. Wow. Okay, so this is what the mom looks like. So in this. that's why I was like... Okay, but no, I can see her looking Asian in this too. But she does, she does look... She's ambiguously Asian. Yeah, she doesn't but look they don't as... go. they don't go into it. So because of that, most people just think she's Asian. So that's why now with this cartoon series, they were just like, no, fuck, she's Asian. Yeah, she doesn't look as Asian in the So comic. yeah, Mark is half Asian, half alien. Okay. Half Asian, half J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad they changed the, the the girl Amber to be black and um, Darkwing to be black. Why not? Like, fuck, man. If everybody, if mostly everybody else is white, why not? That's the same thing with the... Uh, uh, and I found out later on, because uh, right now where I am, issue 14, his best friend, he's not gay. There, he has no gay best friend. But <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about that, because I'm like, so his entire role in this is he's just the gay best yeah, friend. Yeah, more than likely, but it turned. I, I was told that he comes out, I don't know when, but he comes out much later on in the comics, so they just spent, they just 86 all, you know, just spent Rather than coming out, just, he's already yeah, gay, he's already established, gay. and he knows he's gay, and it's yeah. whatever, it's not a big deal. Yeah. All right, I like these changes. I think the changes so far I'm hearing. Mm, yeah, but I mean, gay best friend, it's like... Oh, so so you, so what would you rather rather him a, be he seems straight and he comes out later or would you rather him just be the gay best friend trope if, I I mean, if, I had way, to, if I had to choose I'd rather just pick the gay best friend trope oh yeah but, really but either way it's still a trope like even if he comes out later he's still yeah. gonna ultimately just be the gay best friend yeah Mark should have been gay <laughs> <laughs> everybody's gotta be gay um I mean I don't mean Mark and the best friend I mean just Mark and uh, Adam Eve, who's his... Uh, that was my question. Adam Eve, who's the girlfriend, the main love interest, should have been Adam and Steve. I thought when they introduced Adam Eve, I was like, oh my God, is she a... Tra-? We were just talking about there's no trans superheroes or trans heroes in, in fantasy. And when, so I saw her, her name was Adam Eve, and she had like the gender role yeah, symbol. Dark, dark wing. White, white guy. Okay, so just straight up Batman then. Yeah. It's just straight... He looks... It just He's Batman without the ears. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they changed it, at least to be a little bit more different. I, I like that more. Um, but yeah, I thought. Well, so why is she called Adam Eve then? I thought she was trans. Well, her name is Eve, and I guess she has Adam powers. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Atom. Yeah, Adam, not Adam. I thought it was Adam Eve. No, Atom. So then, what's her symbol? A, a female sign with what? It looks like it's crossed out. I thought that was like a trans symbol or something. I'm gonna say Adam. I don't know. Where is she? You're right. Maybe it's just an Adam. Wow, I, I completely went over my head. I was just going like, oh my god, a trans character. No, she's not trans. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> but, oh, yeah, here it is. Let me see. It's the same in the comic? Oh, yeah, no. It, okay, it looks... W- now it's clear it's an Adam symbol in the comic. But in the in the show, it almost looks like it's, just, it's crossed out. Like it's like a cross on, on the uh, female symbol. Maybe whoever drew it can draw. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because if I had just seen this, I would totally understand... 
like the 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 character's concept. Because I was sitting there going, "Oh my god, a trans superhero! This is awesome!" Wait, no, I think she's just a woman. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I was waiting for her to talk about it. But I'm like, I guess maybe she's not. She's just a girl. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just a girl. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So like, yeah, like you were saying, it if they wait that much longer in the comic to have that insane twist with Omni-Man killing the, what are they called? The Guardians of the Globe? Guardians of the Globe. Guardians of the Galaxy? Nah, Justice League? Nah, Guardians of the Globe. I feel like it would have hurt more because they literally, right before that happened, they had just characterized each of the superheroes to give them like actual, a backstory to make you feel something for them before they die. Otherwise, they just would have been the knockoff Justice League. I would have no attachment to them. But at least they had that scene with like the speedster and his girlfriend and like each of their, like their, 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 alternate lives before they died. So there's things I like from the comic that they do that they don't do in the show and there's also things that I like in the show that they didn't do in the comic. Mm. So for example, you get to see way more of the Guardians of the Globe in the show than you see in the comic. Really? Yes. In the comic, you know who they are. You know they are the Justice League of the world. Yeah. But Remember I mentioned it doesn't, what happens at the end of this episode doesn't happen to uh, issue seven? Yeah. That's the first time you see the Guardians of the Globe. What? Issue seven. There's no team up in the beginning like in the, no. in the show? No. So that's why I like that better in the that's show. That's way worse then. Now I'm confused. But, like, okay. But with that, because uh, the, the first time you see them in the comic is uh, that moment at the like when you see the guy with his girlfriend. Yeah, the speedster. And then, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we got, we got an alert from yeah. uh, whatever. We got to go to the watchtower, whatever the fuck they their yeah. headquarters are. That's when you. That's the first time you see them. They're doing superhero shit. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, gotta go, emergency call. So you don't see their home lives aside from the speedster. Uh, no, you don't like even the moment with War Warrior Woman, whatever the fuck her name they, is. They're all what, just knockoffs of the Justice League. Yeah, like, she was Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman yeah. When she's talking the, to Martian the girl, Manhunter. yeah, when she's talking to the girl about global whatever, yada yada. No, she's like doing something and then she flies off. Oh, emergency, fly off. And then all of a sudden, like, so did it hurt less in the comic then? No, 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 no. So, really? so, so this, that's, why, this, that's why I was saying it's things I like, it's things I didn't. So, in terms of the Guardians of the Globe dying, I felt nothing because I don't know who the fuck they are. It in the was, comic. In the comic. Okay. And, 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 and even then and in the show, I still didn't feel nothing. Not for them. Okay. I felt something just the, because they, they had just I characterized them. I felt something for the brutalness of how fucking... Yes. That's what I felt. Yes. I was like, oh! Huh? And oh. then because there's multiple points where it's like, I was like wait, let me get my maybe they'll rally. Then it's I was like, like oh, it's either him or us. Yeah. I choose us. Then oh God, like, we're still dying. Then no. I was, was kind of like, wait, this is kind of bloody. This is gory. Let me get my KY jelly because I'm kind of turned on. Ew. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, keep oh squish his head. Oh, oh fuck, my God. don't stop, don't stop, Omni Man. <laughs> Yo, the way he punched through the Martian Manhunter chick's face, like the way he karate chopped what, what, the what Hercules dude. I was head like, off? wait, I know that's the Green, the Green Lantern chick. Oh, she Green Lantern. Martian Manhunter oh, was yeah. the stretchy guy. The stretchy guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, but, he was like the only thing kind of helping them to keep it on man's arms at bay and so by holding him. Yeah, so that's what I was saying that I like because what the shock, the shock value in the comic is that Omni-Man did what he did because okay. you spent six issues with Omni-Man. With him, yeah, with him being the hero. Yeah. So then you get to issue seven and it's like, oh, motherfucker. Like what? So yeah. that's what the shock value was but like in the show you got more of a connection to the Guardians of the Globe and plus in the comic nice flexes. Omni-Man in the comic it happened instantly there was no fight 
And the show, it was a fucking knockout, dragged out. So what, just, just a series of deaths in the comic? Yeah, I'm going to turn to it. Like, you just see them die. Oh, yeah, no. The, the fight is what made it so brutal. Because the f- I'm fighting back. Like I said, the moments of where it felt like they were going to rally. Like, okay, fuck this guy. Let's go yeah, hard now. And then plus, oh, we're still dying. <laughs> and then plus, like, to me, it show showcased, like, how why they are the, yeah, why they are the Justice League and, but, like, and why he would consider them a threat. But in this, like... But a threat for what? There's so many questions I still have about what his yeah, motivation is. See, but see, that's why I don't want you to read shit because now you know you have answers. I don't want to. I don't want to know. But like, so this is the moment they're all okay. here. They're like, oh, so yeah. Why did so you? So what's call- he supposed to be? Hercules? Like, what, he, what's his equivalent? He, Hulk? He, like what? The the guy that's not as strong as Omni Man, but guess, he's probably I guess Omni-Man? Thor. Maybe. Oh, maybe Thor. Yeah. Because his he's the immortal, so he's. The immortal. Immortal. Yeah. He ain't that immortal. <laughs> well, I mean, so if vampires are immortal, yeah. you can still kill. Oh, you mean immortal like he's an age? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So like they're all. Because, the- okay, this is whack. He, he's just Batman in this. Like at yeah, least, he's just at least, Batman. At least Darkwing has some difference. No. But yeah, so they're all in this room together, and also uh, the Green Ghost is a guy, as a black guy. Not a girl. Yeah. No, not a girl. So yeah, they're all in this room together. Like, yeah, why'd you call her? What's going on? Then yeah. all of a sudden, boom, they're dead. Oh, that's oh yeah. No, this is way worse. And then you see him standing here, like, oh, that's way worse. I feel nothing. It happened too fast. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I'll say. But of course, the shock value is that it's just the fact that you you, read all of this, and he seems like Superman up until that point. Yeah, he was Superman up until the. And then also a thing that they don't do in the comic that they're doing in the show is they don't. What's the word I'm trying to use? I don't know what the word is. What? But they don't pre-tell. Omni Man being nefarious. Because remember, there's a moment where he comes home and he's like, "Are you questioning me?" Oh yeah, yeah, that there's moment. None of that. So oh, it's, it's almost kind of like foreshadowing. Yeah, there's yeah, there we go, foreshadowing. Yeah. There's, so there's no hint. Like, is there something wrong? Like, what's the hell is that? There's none of that. Yeah. Well, even before that moment, just when he gave his backstory about like, oh, he's kind of like Superman, but wait, it's not that his planet blew up and he's a sole survivor. Is that this planet sends like ambassadors to all? Yeah, that whole of conversation the, is in here too. All much, reaches of the universe. It's much, it's much longer in here. That seemed like. That seems shady. I'm like, so you just send your race out to basically conquer planets, but you conquer them with the intention of no, it's peace. And I'm here to protect people. So like, but yeah, that's so, speech. so, so that's you know, that speech is much longer. So you know why he did what he did already. You asshole. Because I wanted to speculate. Because I'm like, why would he do... Are the villagers... Because there's a moment in episode uh, three where he's talking... I, 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 oh, you have the answers already. I'm not, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say anything. Don't I'm not tell me. I don't want to know. Of course, I'm not going to tell Let you. Let me speculate. Let me speculate. But, Let me speculate. But I will say, I think I know how this... I know how this season is going to end. At least you've already I, gotten that far. At least you, I think. You've already gotten that I far past the episode three that you've seen something that you think is how it's going to end? The season, not yeah. the, the. No, no, but you read that much farther ahead than where we're at in the episodes. Well, I said I'm on issue. Uh, I don't know what that translates to. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm on issue thirteen. So that's like. So there's episodes past where we're at, and, and this is why because I, I was told to read up to issue twelve because there's like no issue twelve. That's more than likely like ish, read up read up because they're like. Yeah, the first couple of issues, granted, of course, you get that big thing at the end, but they was like, no, once you get to issue 12, that's when shit really kicks off. And we're not off. there yet no. in the show. Oh, no. So, so they speed through seven issues in the first episode, and then- Damn near 10. And then it's Like, slow, all the stuff- And all, then the next three issues are two episodes? Like, all this, like, Alan the Alien, him showing up, that's that, issue- Yo, that's, that's Seth issue, Rogen, yeah, Seth that Rogen. Alien he fights? Yeah. That was so adorable and this, funny. This issue five- That was those, like- the, the, the <laughs> Is this Urath? No, man, this is Earth. Oh, I'm with gonna get the, fired. With, with I'll the, see you later. With the e? 
But yeah, all yeah, the, the <laughs> But where are they? But all the stuff with these motherfuckers. Damn, it is it is a fucking bible of information in that thing. It is. Where where's Robert Kirkman loves him a long running series, man. But I mean, all the things so far with Omni Man. So yeah, they changed it. Like all the shit with these motherfuckers. Oh, that the the race of aliens that age really fast. It's it happened different in here than it did. I don't want to show you too much, but it happened. It's different. It's different. Yeah. I like how it played out in the show though. Like the basically they come back three times. Every time they come back, they come back more prepared because the they first time they, they spend time on the their fir- planet. The first time which is years. The first time they show up, it's with Mark and Omni Man, not. Ev, not the the teen whatever the fuck they're called oh, the teen team yeah yeah the first time they show up is with Omni Man and and uh, Omni Man doesn't shut them down immediately yeah no Omni Man fucks them up but then they come back to, like three days later and then they take uh, Omni Man and grab him and pull him into their dimension so what you see in episode three where he flies in there yeah they and then you it. see him like fuck shit up wait wait I'm confusing so the teen team aren't the ones that fight them multiple times in the comic no. The teen team fights them once. So there's a moment where he's like, Mark, I thought you said when they are here, they age super fast. What's going on? Yeah. And that's when we find out about the braces. That's yeah. when it's with the teen team. Oh, see, I like it better in the show then because I felt like it, no, was, a yeah, good, I like it. it was a good escalation of like, oh, wait, they fight the teen team once. They barely win with the Invincible's help, but then they, they know Invincible's there, so now they have countermeasures for that, and they come back again with more countermeasures, and now they can't beat them at all, and that's when they need Omni-Man to step in. I thought that was a really good escalation, especially at the end. Again, every end of these episodes I'm jaw dropped I'm like yo what the fuck and also the thing I like about episode, the way he destroys that, that is, it just shows you like how are you gonna beat this if, if he if they find out it's like oh the, the, the mystery in this, in this show of we know he's nefarious it's like living with a, a serial killer that I'm like just don't push him don't find out they keep you know the, the government and that Satan detective or a demon detective are like getting closer and closer to being like mm, one motherfucker survived and this is murdering of all the Justice League people we think it's him and I'm like you can see every time they get close he gets more and more suspicious and I'm like the only thing it's like it's like Homelander if you push this motherfucker too far who knows what he'll do he'll go from like Which yeah way, I saw somebody ask this me like, who do you think will win in a fight Omni-Man or Homelander Omni-Man. I'm like it's not even close the, like I, Homelander couldn't even fucking save the plane no and the <laughs> I thought it was interesting that the Justice League and that world were able to hurt him enough that kind of like took him out of commission for a little bit. So I'm like, okay, maybe that means if enough heroes join together, maybe they do have enough power to beat this guy. But in the episode three, when the teen team couldn't do shit against the aliens, and then that motherfucker flies to their world and then just decimates the whole planet. It's not even like, it's not even like, oh, I'm just gonna destroy the army. The whole planet. I'm like, how are you gonna fight this guy? There's no comparison. And that's what I was just about to say. That's the thing I love about the show, because in the comic, they didn't show that. They just showed him get snatched into the world, and then like the next issue, that moment where he came home and he yeah. had the beard, and he was like, "I need a shower." Yeah. That was the next time you saw him. You didn't see when he fucked up that world, Bruh. That wasn't in there. When they show the planet and they show his like his speed going across the planet and all the lights are going, I'm like, so if you piss him off on Earth, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do it. And like, and it's, he's not the only person of that race. No, so, there's a whole race of. What's the end game here? How do you beat that? You need to call Superman <laughs> from <laughs> Invincible. He's I mean, trash. He, he, is, he is that race. But he's only one of a whole race of assholes like that. Well, then. I mean, just just Omni Man. Yeah, because there's that moment in episode three where he's like, um, 
Uh, we, we're, Vilch, we're not just superheroes, Mark. We're, we're Viltrumites. That means we have responsibilities. And I'm like, what does that imply? What are the responsibilities of Viltrumites exactly? Because you say it's to protect other planets, but I'm like, is it? Or is it to enslave other planets under the guise of being a hero? Because what? Because I don't understand why he would work with those. And granted, they, they make it a point to be like, you're just smiling. Because I know some fucking shit's going to I was like, I'm happen. not saying nothing. But they make it a know, point. I know the answer. Oh, my God. Because they make it a point to say that he, he's been working as a hero that, on Earth for years. He ha, he wrote, raised Mark from being from not existing to being however old, 16, 17, however old he is. And then destroy the, the team he was working with. And granted, he never joined that team. He's very Batman in that way. Because obviously he's got some dark secrets he's keeping. But it's like, why? Why choose now to kill them all? Is it the thing where you have to be the sole protector of a planet? I don't I don't get it. And you can't answer me or speculate because <laughs> you know the answer. You fucking asshole. So I'm, I'm just loving these questions now. I mean, well, no. I can't answer why without... Because they don't really talk about this in the comic either. But I can answer why now because Mark... Remember, they were waiting the whole time for Mark to get his powers... And now Mark has his powers. Yeah. Now's the moment. And you remember, you also could see he was kind of regret. He was like, yeah, he was like, oh, like I almost wish he didn't have powers. I was like, why? Had a, I thought it was because he his, he puts life in danger. Because now he has no, to. No, he had a mission. But the mission was to fuck a, a Earth woman. Is the mission to to create a new Vilchmite race in their planet? What no, is, no. Mark, Mark was an accident. Like that wasn't the. the oh, he wears super condom. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't. His know. His goal wasn't to have like his. He wasn't meant to have a family. Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. I got no answers. I'm just like, what? I'm, How are you gonna? I'm no, like, don't tell me nothing. Why? Because I'm like, well, you you did say it though. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, should I? Because you said it, so I'm like, should no, I? No, no, tell me. Just let me be surprised when it actually unfolds then, because I don't even know what I said. Oh, everyone happens with me. I'll just say shit, and I'll, I'll predict the right thing, but I don't know what I said. So. That's what I was like. I mean, should I? Because you said it, so I was like, nope. so she said it. Nope. Should I say something? No, nope. like, let me be surprised, because I'm, I'm just... But overall, I fucking love this show. Like, I love... I, I love Elseworld things like this where it, it it's 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 genre bending. Like it takes a super, and that's why I think Robert Kirkman's a great writer. He did the same thing as well, I made the comparison Walking Dead before. He did the same thing with superheroes that he did for zombies. He made a a, a narrative where no one feels safe. Like I don't killing that that World Justice League in the brutal way they did. There were moments where I was like, other than Mark, I know he's the main character. I was worried for the team team. I'm like, yo. I don't think these motherfuckers are gonna make it out of it. The multiply girl, the fucking the gambit wannabe dude. He needs to die. He does need to die. <laughs> He's fucking an asshole. Well, Monster Girl fucked him up. I love that in the comic and in the show. That's a weird fucking situation too. Monster Girl. Monster Girl. Yeah, great. I didn't know that because they didn't. They, they didn't, didn't explain that in the comics, but at least not yet. But yeah, I didn't know that because that's I'm like yeah, every how come I, there's no um, controversy on Twitter about this where it's like it's a little girl but she's not a little girl she's actually a grown woman in a little girl's body and she even made a point to be like you know guys that'll date me are either in like, grade school or they're on sexual predator list it's like fuck man <laughs> that's some dark shit to talk about in a show and it's kind of it makes sense though like if you're a grown woman because the moment where she's like um, you got a small dick I'm like why is a little girl saying she just made a dick? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, oh, she's a grown woman in a little girl's body. That's interesting, though. Yeah. But I love my, I like my. And like even, I... um, what's the girl that? The black guy? Is he in the comic? Is he black in the comic, too? The guy that uh, they allude used to work with the Justice League of that world, the, the Guardians of the Globe, but he lost his power somehow. Yeah. 
He's in the comic too. He's in the yeah. Is he black in the comic? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm curious about what his backstory is too. The fact yeah, that he. Oh, it's not in the comic kit either. No. Oh, okay. Well, no. It, I mean, he's in there, but but they haven't explained why he lost no, his powers. They haven't, but he does have a he does have an Alfred who goes to jail. <laughs> oh my god! Which they didn't talk. They didn't show in the comics. So no. I'm assuming they're not. That's why I'm talking about it because I'm assuming they're not going into it because they didn't show it. But like, uh, he he was uh, I forget fuck. He was supposed to be uh, like the Guardians of the Globe rejected him because he lost his power or whatever. So mm. they they didn't. They're like, no, you can't come back. Yeah. And so because this of that, he wanted, squad. He, wanted, he wanted revenge. Oh, the butler wanted revenge on the Guardians of the Globe. So he 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 was pissed off. The fuck? He was pissed off that they died. So he, sh- he showed up. Yeah, he he Alfred showed up at the Guardians of the Globe funeral and basically I wanted to kill them. He starts like trying to bomb the. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah that attacking. would be kind of distracting. Yeah, yeah starts attacking everybody and shit, and he ends up in jail. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and the animation in this show, uh, you guys aren't watching it. Like, I highly recommend it. Yeah, the, the animation, animation is amazing. Fucking, yeah, great. The fights, the fights are so good. Like, it, and it's so impactful, so visceral. Every punch you can feel. And then, like things, even like the the fighting in space sequence, like things that like, I've even, seen a million the, times. Like, the animation, I, I think, is better than the comic because, like, even look, like, look how, like, I don't know. It's like a weird, like, granted, Ryan Otley's art is is nice, but I feel like like the the weird lines and and the faces and shit. I feel like the the artwork of the comic is weird. But like, like I get the translation. Like, I feel like all, Omni Man looks older in that's the comic. what I'm saying. Like the the weird, but even just the weird, like there's like weird. his mustache is so J. Joe and Jameson. I I understand now why they cast our uh, J. K. Simmons <laughs> as him. They got the same face. <laughs> like I could see J. K. Simmons in an Omni Man outfit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like even like look like this look would be at, a great. Like, movie look at his series. face. Like the weird lines in the face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's Mark. <laughs> no, who's that? That's the best friend. That's the best friend? Yeah, they don't look the same. He looks like a monster. His face is disgusting looking. <laughs> is he just as horny? Is Omni-Man and the wife just, just as horny in the comic? Yeah, this, is them, this is them fucking. Wow. Wait, they're like, what? Oh, yeah, because Mark went away on a college tour, which they don't show. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he's gone. So they're like, So they're oh. constantly super fucking? Is that what I'm understanding? Like, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that wife wants it. <laughs> wants that super dick, that Omni-dick. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't look like he does in the... Like this is him. Yeah, I like the artwork in the comic. I mean, in the in the show better actually. Hmm. They make him. They make him gayer. <laughs> they make him gayer. <laughs> um. Or like, was... even, or like even like look at look at Mark's nose. Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling it. So that's what I was saying. Like the art. Granted, not to say it's like bad, but like it looks way it looks way better in the show than it does. Like even like look like right here. Yeah, I'm not feeling the artwork that much. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Robert Kirkman's like, stories. I think, it's, I think stories. it's beautiful, but it's not like, it doesn't look like the show. No, not for sure not. But, yeah, this is uh, this is the black guy That's... and him going to jail to visit his butler. Oh, yeah, okay. He, he reminds me of Lex Luthor, the black guy. Yeah. He looks just like Alfred. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, sometimes they just, they just, like, fuck it, make the same exact character. <laughs> yeah, this demon detective who's basically Constantine plus uh, the question. <laughs> Right I'm, or Etrigan plus yeah, I was the question. Say Etrigan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think voice by Clancy, voice by Lex Luthor. Yeah, I mean it's very it's very interesting. But every time I, I'm rooting for him to find his shit out, but and it reminds me almost like of Death Note too. The fact that the government or like that that uh, superhero agency is like now monitor, monitoring Omni Man's house. That's so Death Note. Where like they they tapped his uh, L's house or Light's house. I mean. 
Yeah, that's not that's that that doesn't happen in here. That doesn't happen uh, in the comics. At least not where I am. Oh, that's. And why did um? And, and then also there's. It seemed like the dude didn't want to even accept the fa- the the very clear pop possibility that Omni Man was the one that killed the Justice League of that world. I mean, can you blame him though? No, I can't like, because if you had to admit it, yeah, if you got to admit fucked. it, yeah, like how the like, what the fuck are you gonna do? But I feel like it's just like in a in a in a real world scenario when like a wife dies, the first suspect, no matter what, is always the husband. I mean, kind of like the Guardians of the Globe. Even while he was killing them, they're like, he's got to be brainwashed. He would never do this. Yeah, they're like, no, he 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 does, and he did. <laughs> and I assume the kaiju thing he fought off screen is that in the comic too. The big kaiju he fights in episode three, because there's a moment where. Uh, the the shield agents or whatever went to the kaiju who was still alive. That they they didn't show the fight, but they implied that he had a hard time fighting it. And they were like, "We've never seen him struggle against something like that before." This is what it looked like. What the fuck? That is not why I imagined it looked like at all. It's like a bird tentacle monster. But it didn't look like he struggled against it in this. No. Okay. Well, they changed it because the, they made it seem like it was gonna be like they're they're acing the hole to stop him if if he did go rogue. Yes, yeah, so, I mean that must be something different because yeah, he didn't struggle with that shit at all. Yeah, they look easy. Like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, he literally said like I haven't seen uh, Omni Man up against the ropes like that in a while. So I'm like, he didn't. But even when he came back home, he was like, "Want to eat this yeah, shit? Want to eat it?" I'm like, that doesn't look like he's up against the ropes at all. Like up against the ropes was when he came back like in a coma basically from fighting Justice League. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm loving this show. And I'm really curious to see where it goes. I'm not going to spoil myself by oh, reading the comic. Yeah, I know where it goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Now, granted, after the season ends... But the way he gets his name is different from the show. Because in the show, he has a conversation with his father throwing the ball. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, most people think they're invincible. But you actually are. You're invincible. Oh, invincible. That's my name. <laughs> that same line of dialogue happens in school. Because in the show... It starts him with him not having powers. In the comic, he kind of starts without having, but he gets it almost immediately. Mm, okay. And then he gets into a fight. That bully that kind of whoops his ass. Yeah. That doesn't have, like, the bully come, confronts him, but he already has his powers by then. Mm. And so he's trying to hit him, and it's not really working. And then he slams him into the locker yeah. and dents the locker and scares the bully off. And the principal calls him to the principal's office. He's like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, because I saw him attacking Amber. And I was yada, yada, yada. He was like, well, Mark, we know you're not a fighter or whatever. So I'm not going to, you know, I'm glad you actually did it. You stood up. You show you whatever. But mm. just realize, you you're know. You're not invincible. Yeah, you're not invincible. He's like, he's like, actually, motherfucker. But I do like that everybody that he tells that name to is like, that seems kind of optimistic, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I also you like, seem pretty invincible to me. <laughs> but I also like the title card. It, like, when they do it, like... Yeah, how, I'm like, that's some good writing to be able to work that in at the yeah. beginning of every, every episode. episode. I'm, I'm almost curious to see how they do it every episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, that means every episode... That, that means like, this person mm. is... Yeah, invincible! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm loving this show, man. Like... On every on every level, I'm really curious to see what's going on with the robot because he had that one moment with Monster Girl where he was like, "You're like me," where I, people see one thing on the outside, but it's not who you are on the inside. So what the yeah. fuck does that yeah, mean? Yeah, that's what I, I was wondering that too. I was like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, that seemed like a very ominous line. Yeah, I was like, "What did he?" Because I was one, he's I mean, cool. the whole time, the whole he's time, the coolest one out of all of them. I'm gonna say, even the whole time as I'm reading it, I'm like, "Who made him?" Yeah. Where did he come? Well, Where did he come from? Yeah. So I don't Why know. is he on a team I'm of teenagers? Like, did he used to be human? Is it like a cyborg shit? That was my assumption when yeah. he said that. But then for him to free those criminals or those villains, I'm like, why? I don't understand. Is it for training purposes or something? I don't know. Because uh, yeah, he did prevent them from killing the soldiers, right? He, he closed the door. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's the thing. 
That's what happens when you're not the original. Like required training or something. You're the clone. I think that's cute. I they, like they're like, it's comedic and dark. The fact that he killed him, but yeah. they were like, I was like, I'm like, oh, chicken pot pie, come on, man. Let me, let me. He got he got his last meal and then died right after. I fucked up. <laughs> um, but what was I gonna say? Um, I don't, I'm just really enjoying we're, it. We're already all, almost at the fucking halfway point. Eight episodes. Oh, of the season of this first yeah, season. Next week's episode four. Yeah. Oh, that's what I didn't mention. The, the teen team and their dynamic. You said you want the Gambit guy to die. Yes, he's a fucking asshole. He does need to die. I hate that dude. But I thought it was so funny when she comes back and they're, he's fucking, fucking the multiple her. girl. And yeah. I was like, he's not, she's not even the real one. And the girl's like, they're all the real me. He's like, I, well, you know what I meant, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And it was so real to me. And I'm like, is this me? I'm a trash person. But I've said a lot, she liked it before. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Things can be better. And, he's, and she's like, nah. And I'm like, ah, oh, I understand, bro. And then she flies to her real true love. And he's making out with... The black girl? Yeah. I mean, that girl... Man, I don't know what's going to happen. Did she with... look the same in the comic? Just black? Did they just color no, this swap is, this her? Is, this, or... is, this is her. Where is she? I, I didn't even really buy the romance between her and him. Just that he... Guys ass even, even the best friend is a whole thing. With, and she oh, was I'm into dating, it. I'm dating Adam Eve now. Wait, Mark said that or the best friend oh, said best that? Best friend. What? How how was he dating Adam Eve? Because remember they broke up. Rex explode. Yeah. But the best friend was dating Adam Eve. Now he is. That well, they're like, oh yeah, I'm dating. Uh, obviously, and it's not. Oh, a, the it's gay guy. It's not a spoiler because he's gay in the con. Like, yeah. So they're like, so yeah, right? gonna do it. They're like, oh yeah, we're totally dating. He's like, oh. How the fuck did he meet a superhero and he's dating her? Remember, they go to the same school. Yeah, but secret identity's not a thing. Like she he can't recognize. I guess she explained well, he, like. Well, he, um, yeah, he know he find. Yeah, he knows. Oh, he knows. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Because he doesn't even know he's but, invincible. But this, this is Amber. So, yeah, she looks... Oh, completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they kind of kept her thick a little bit. <laughs> is, is she? They carried over the thickness a little bit. Is she? And the, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I need a reference. What's another girl look like in, this, in the comics? I don't know. I mean, you already saw Adam Eve. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm, I'm loving this show. I knew you would love it because it's so, it's so gory. I'm like, oh, yeah, Mike's going to be all about this shit. <laughs> Blood sex gore magic. Yep. Oh, that was another thing I really liked. When um he leaves his date with Amber and he goes with Adam Eve to go fight that uh earthquake guy. Do- Dr. Samson. Dr. Or Samson. He's like he's like the a woke villain. That was so funny. <laughs> it's like, you know, he's kinda he's a he's an evil guy, but he's not wrong. <laughs> he's like, oh, I will destroy him, but the Mount Rushmore because all faces yeah, of oppressors are racists. I'm like, he's spitting facts up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's evil, but he's not wrong. But, I'm like, but you're also killing people. Like you almost threw them into lava. Yeah, and then they make it fun of like the one-liner trope of superheroes. It was like I, that was that was cute. Even when he went to go kill her, he was like, uh, it's like yeah, but I'm also I, I minored in women's studies and, and yeah. sociology, <laughs> African dance, yeah, which African was so dance. random. But he, that's why he's woke. Yeah. <laughs> so you think, oh, you what did he say? You're you're the the norms or whatever. For oh, your, her for, outfit, yeah, her her gender outfit, norms. Yeah. Look, at the, look what they have you wearing. Yeah, make you uh, conform to gender norms. <laughs> it's like, what? like I designed this. <laughs> I thought it was really I was really clever like I haven't seen that in anything and I thought that was really funny I almost felt bad that he, I wish he didn't die I, he should be a recurring character I liked him so much I, I mean that's what I thought he was gonna be because you saw him in earlier he was fighting uh, the immortal 
He was? When? Oh, wait. Or they mentioned him before. They might have mentioned him before, but I don't remember. But I, I don't know. Remember, because he was fighting, I, I, he was fighting the immortal, because he, he had the, the wings, and then they knocked him into space. Oh, that was him? Yeah. Oh, I like I like that moment, too, because, like, man, there's so many things I didn't remember, but so I actually I thought really he was going to be, like, a recurring. That is such a Superman, like, like joke in the comics, where it's like, why don't you just throw all your enemies into space? That should, be, that should be your first and last move. Whoever you're fighting, toss him into space. So when he knocked, threw that guy into space, he's like, when in doubt, toss him into space. I'm like, yes! <laughs> That's what you definitely should always do. So he came back. And okay. So I thought it was gonna be like a re- he was going to be a reoccurrent, but yeah. he fell in that fucking lock. Unless he's like... They didn't show him die, unless, though. They yeah, I was just saying, they didn't show him die. Yeah. So. so maybe he's not dead. I hope not. <laughs> kind of liked him. Yeah. Of all, like, I'm, I, it's almost the type where it's like, if he didn't have... Because they said that his earthquake powers give him... Um, what's it called concussions. concussions each time so I'm like if he didn't have a concussion he'd probably be a really cool dude <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Invincible check it out I, I give perfect vision yeah, I love it yeah alright so let's move on um, is that everything I guess we just move on to the news right yeah that's it yeah, so jump in the news of the week with Michael she's the black Iron Man but she's not Tony Stark they just don't want their characters quote unquote I could call you a nigga if he says that shit to you his ass on Instagram I don't want to hand me down I don't want any gay things it's all straight and white what's going down Michael News News. Uh, Suicide Squad trailer. Um, so are we just gonna allow James Gunn to remake Guardians of the Galaxy and call it something different, and everybody's just fine with it? Because can we just let him do the reboot of the whole DCEU? Because I'm like, I was not excited about this movie, but now until you are. I saw this trailer, I agree. I think it's a really good trailer, but. It's totally Guardians of the Galaxy. You realize that, right? Of, of course. Uh, Shark, I mean, King Shark's just Groot. Like, <laughs> like King Shark. King Shark. Thought we wouldn't notice. King, King but Shark we did. is Groot, and uh, the little raccoon thing, Rock literally raccoon? like a raccoon. No, the like the uh, the thing I was like, oh, that thing. That's Rocky Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Same th- same shit. And they just broke Star Lord's part into multiple different characters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to me, I'm like, this is just Guardians of the Galaxy. But hey, I'm down for it because it looks. What, what's that word that DC movies usually aren't? Fun. Fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> and, but this is one thing I will say about the DCEU that the DCEU, or it's not even really the DCEU anymore, the DC Universe, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, that was never has, an official title. Has over Marvel. I feel like they're more willing to take risks. With their properties, yeah, because they don't have like, a working like framework for anything yet. So it's like, why not just try everything? I mean, but even still, even when they thought they did, like they still made BVS rated R. Marvel's not even really, they even talked about Blade. We're not doing only it. In the, we're not doing rated R. That was only in the Ultimate Edition, though. No, it wasn't the uh, no, not the theatrical. Didn't you see Ben Affleck's ass? That was the, only in the, I was the only in the Ultimate Edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ass was the Ultimate part. <laughs> but even releasing an Ultimate Edition, we never seen that with Marvel. True. True. Yeah, that's true. So, or or a rated R releasing a rated R. Granted, it's the Snyder Cut. It's not they're not continuing or anything like that. But still, the fact you released a rated R Ultimate Edition of BVS, you released a rated R Snyder Cut. Yeah. You're releasing a rated R Suicide Squad. You released a rated R Joker. Here come yeah, you released a rated R Joker, but Marvel's Blade. Yeah, we're not doing rated R. That wouldn't even make any sense. It's fucking Blade. But Kev Feige's like we're not doing. So at least I would say, and granted, that's stupid. I love the MCU. But for the most part, in terms of the movies, they're virtually the same. Yeah. Granted, they're not, yeah, Winter Soldier's a political thriller, Ant-Man is a heist movie, Mm. Spider-Man's a John Watts, but it's still virtually the same. And I would like to use this as a moment to say fuck off cancel culture. 
Not all the time. Sometimes cancel culture has the right idea when it comes to actual people that are real offenders of things. But like in James Gunn's case, imagine if cancel culture succeeded. Like, what if cancel culture got its way with this guy and he literally well, I was lost say, his well, career? Technically, it did because he got fired from Marvel, and that's why he. That's the only reason he went to DC. Uh, no, but real cancel culture would be like he just his career's gone and he just doesn't have a, a career anymore at all. That's what cancel culture's the ultimate goal is for these people. It's to take away someone's career completely. So what if they succeeded? And he didn't get a chance to make anything else again. And we wouldn't have a better ver- looking version of Suicide Squad. We wouldn't get his version of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And I think in, in cases like this, I think it's a good example of like a cautionary tale of like, you know, let's let's pick and choose our battles. Let's pick and choose people who are actually terrible people to cancel and want to take things away from forever. He made some fucking off-color jokes, but... Is anybody still gonna I mean, ring we, the bell to be like fuck this guy? Like, yeah, do people I mean, even still feel that way at all? Yeah, for some of it, it's it's, it's way too quick. Like, especially like going back and looking at twenty years. What you said twenty years ago, fifteen yeah. years ago, ten years ago. He apologized already for that stuff. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like going back and looking at people's pro. Like, I'm not a yeah, I, I, and I agree because it's like yeah, the person I want because granted. Because you could be like, well, I'm a 35-year-old man. You go back 10 years ago when I'm 25. I'm like, yeah, but I was the same person I was at 25 is not who I am today. Yeah. I so, get that. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, I think we just have to, I don't know, be rational people. There's shit that I thought when I was 20, 25. And- you know what we do? We need to extend the same amount of, like benefit of the doubt we would give ourselves in a situation like no, that. No, of course not. I know, I know. I'm, I'm speaking about rationality. I'm just saying. I'm like, even, before can, <laughs> even before cancel culture, it's this whole thing. Like, a celebrity, I need to know every fucking thing about your life. Well, tell me about your life. No, I'm not a celebrity. Yeah, I'm a private you, life. Yeah. <laughs> you signed up for it. No, I signed up to fucking act. Yeah. Not to tell you who I'm fucking. Yeah. Not. But we just, even to, the same thing, we extend that same, like, level of, of empathy to fictional characters even and I feel like we should have that for our our common man you know what I mean so like like James Gunn I look at that as a great example of like this guy wasn't a terrible person he made some fucking terrible jokes for sure (laughs) but I'm happy that he didn't lose the thing that he loves the most you know he didn't lose the thing he's most passionate about and it shows in his work mm-hmm. and then you got fucking terrible directors out here like like Brian Singer fuck that guy even now Joss Whedon to a certain extent I'm like Ugh. But yeah, that's, that's, and that's part of the reason why this whole thing exists because for way too long going all the way back to the golden age of Hollywood these type of people have been able to thrive mm-hmm. in Hollywood and in many ways there's still a lot of people in Hollywood that are just as problematic as Joss Whedon as a Brian Singer yeah. as a Kevin Spacey yep. that are still that we still don't know about that is under the radar so it's like the impetus is like fuck you like you find we find any small thing yeah like so naturally the pendulum is swung all the way to one side because for the longest time it's been on the side of they've been able to get away with it yeah so at a certain point it's gonna eventually at least i hope settle in the middle somewhere settle in the middle somewhere that's what i'm just looking for i'm looking for just because right right now logic i was gonna say because i was gonna say right now technically this stuff even though it feels like a lot quote unquote it's still pretty new like it's mm. only in the last maybe maybe even five years that like the whole Me Too cancel all that stuff yeah that this has <laughs> happened so it's still pretty it's very new in the term and in, in the sense of it being an, a, a person it's still an infant yes but I understand that in the grand scheme of things 
but five years is like what a seventh of our lives like <laughs> so i maybe, yeah. well, maybe your life in I'm the a, grand scheme of things yes you're right I'm but like, maybe your life i'm immortal <laughs> oh well okay <laughs> well but not like this yeah, I'm say, I'm like, well based on what we just saw invisible uh, but <laughs> i want to claim that <laughs> but yeah yeah so everything i'm seeing in suicide squad i'm really enjoying and i'm i'm really curious to see what the actual film is like because if it if it has if it's not like the other DC movies that totally trailer baited me into thinking someone was gonna be good when it's not, I, I I have a level of confidence in James Gunn that I think his vision is usually something unique and something that uh, will resonate emotionally with fans too. Because that's another thing, DC movies never really resonate with me. Emo- it's hard. Man of Steel did, you know, you hate it, and Wonder Woman the first one. I don't did. hate Man of Steel. Okay, I just said the, I think it's okay. Okay, <laughs> but there's it. For me, a lot of these movies don't resonate with me with me emotionally. But James Gunn, I think, is a good enough writer that his characters usually do. And just from what I've seen in the trailers, if, if King yeah, Shark I'm dies, to like I'll be upset. I'm starting to like Harley Quinn more. She's actually genuinely funny in this in this trailer. Yeah. Like you guys would have saved me. I, I, I go, go back, back inside. inside. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so this is what happens when a funny person writes a funny Even character. Even Idris Elba, like he reminds me of the Hobbs and Shaw character. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He does. Black Superman. We're, we're gonna die. I hope so. Oh fuck. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like because this cast, it's a whole motherfucking lot of these. They're gonna die. Oh, There's they're gonna, gonna be deaths. Yeah, they're all gonna die. Oh, Not you mean all of them. James Gunn is actually gonna follow through with the premise? <laughs> it's called Suicide Squad. Yeah. But how many people died in the first Suicide Squad? One. Like. Yeah, you're right. Just one. Yeah. Just the just the Spanish guy. Yeah. <laughs> You know how I'm glad it's not coming back? BT. Yeah. Fuck that but dude. <laughs> they, they swapped him out with King Shark. I'm fine with that. I don't think that. King Shark's gonna die. But I like, hope not. That but moment, I, don't, I feel the like. The moment where he grabbed that guy, nom nom, and ate, I was like, oh fuck, I'm in. You know what? That's the moment I was instantly into this I'm movie. Going, I'm going against you. Just beca- I, Not that I necessarily thought this before you said it, but now that you said it, I'm, I think he is gonna die. Because I think James Gunn, I think James Gunn purposely makes characters like that to kill off to make you feel terrible. Nah, that's a Joss Whedon thing. James Gunn did it for Groot. Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah, but Groot did... I mean, did Groot die? He came right back. He did die. I mean, if you ask James Gunn, he'll say, yes, he did die, because the new Groot's not the same Groot. It's not the... Yeah, it's not the same Groot, yeah. but it's... It's fucking, I don't think he technically died. It's fucking group. <laughs> I agree with you, but in James Gunn's mind, it's a different group, nah, so it's, I think all death. those, like, Polka Dot Man and... Oh, yeah, for uh, sure they're Pete, dead. Pete Davidson's character. I take it back. I almost feel like James Gunn's the type of person that would kill off someone like King Shark but keep Polka Dot Man. Just just so you'd be like, what the fuck? Polka Dot Man lived? Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I don't think I don't think King Shark's gonna die. Okay, let's see. I, I mean, I, my instinct would tell me, I, I would hope they wouldn't because it's an interesting looking character. And I want to see, I want to, and I need, and I need Sylvester Stallone because he's the voice of King Shark. I need, I need a, King Shark as a shark. King Shark as a shark. And uh, where's John, Con- I need a John Constantine cameo. That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'm but, not, well, but, well, I, and I think you, it's also. Well, cool. you don't know why I wanted John Costner. Gayness, huh? Why gayness? Remember, uh, Justice League Dark. Yeah. Well, he was like, "Oh shit, it's my ex," and I thought he was oh, talking. Oh, King Shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and That's I'm like, true. how does that work? He was like, "What are you crazy? <laughs> no, not Harley Quinn. It's King Shark." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I'm like, uh, sharks don't even have dicks, bro, or or I mean, they do, or, or vaginas. He's a man dick. He's a man shark, so he has a man shark dick or whatever. I don't know how that works. Do they have dicks? But I'm like, how does that work? I need I need to see a sex tape. Yeah, oh my god, I no. need to know. I need to know how it works. I'm also really curious to see what they do with with Starro. That seems to be the villain, right? It seems to be, but 
I mean, it says if we ever fight a motherfucking kaiju, what's a kaiju in the DC universe other than that? Right? Yeah. I'm curious at what they're gonna do because that was that was because that was also my big complaint of Suicide Squad one where I was like. I don't feel. I feel like the Suicide Squad shouldn't be fighting world-ending characters. Mm. They should be more. Well, I, I heard that it was voiced. He's going to be voiced by Taika Waititi. Starro. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's what I, heard. I don't know if it's true. I heard that on the internet. I could be wrong, but if that's the case, that's a that's an interesting villain. Yeah. A a a, a, uh, a kiwi sounding <laughs> Starro. <laughs> hey, hey man. <laughs> here to destroy the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I just uh, take over your brain, please? <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> but yeah, but I, I mean, like I said, I, I'm still excited about it. But yeah, I prefer Vision the trailer. It's dope. Yeah, me too. But I still wish they would take... I, yeah, I don't feel like the Suicide Squad should be fighting war. Because at, at that point, I feel like, you don't save the world. Like, you should be just be free. Like, no 10 years off your sentence. Yeah, like, or... Especially you do it twice in this case. Starro, like, Starro was the one that Where got... Where the fuck is Superman? <laughs> yeah, like, it took the... Ju- like, Starro was the first person that created the Justice... It was because Starro showed up, yeah. the Justice League formed. But you got the suicide... Like, Harley Quinn and a bat is gonna take out, like... Especially now that we've reestablished the Justice League exists now. Like, they're back. Did, did we, though? <laughs> Superman's back, so... Did, did we, though? I don't know. Because that's... The Snyder Cut doesn't exist. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but, uh... There's another trailer I just remembered that we didn't see. Oh my god, what? She's real. Our enemies are threatened by your mere existence. The whole world will be after you. The prize is one million Kruger. Bring me Alina Starkov. Am I a prisoner? All of Ravka is. Until you and I enter the fold. And destroy it from within. So no pressure. Everyone is looking at me like I'm the answer. Bring the light. Again. The only thing more powerful than you or me. The two of us, together. Good girl. Now the work begins. <laughs> well, is that a book? Hap- happened right at the end of yeah. the trailer, but at least. It's... Is that a book, Shadow and Bone? Yes, based on a book. Oh. That makes sense. Because I'm like, well, I don't understand what's happening. It was about dragons and fantasy and, uh, and women with light powers. Like, I didn't see any dragons. But... That wasn't a drag. What were those things that were fighting on the ship? Demons? Demon things. Oh. Yeah, I have no idea. I had no idea what was happening in that trailer. Do you do you have more like something more information? Uh, it's Netflix, <laughs> and it comes out next month, I believe. That's their information I have. Hmm. Okay, interesting. I, I know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. But yeah, shadow, 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 shadow and bone. Talk. What do you think? Uh, looks interesting. I okay, guess. Moving on. I'm not, I'm not a huge guy into the fantasy stuff, so well, I don't like magic because I don't have any basis of even know what's going on in it. Like, that, what's the you premise? Fucking watch it as you find yeah. out. <laughs> Lights and the girl bleeds light, and there's demons are fighting, and the guy is she's powerful. The, she's and she's Lucifer. powerful. She's the light bringer. Is she? Unless Lucifer means. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. Well, <laughs> speaking of something else, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, spirals. Saw, new Saw movie. 
Jigsaw? Wait, I thought the Jigsaw Killer was dead. He is. Find him. They got hours, not days. How can I catch this guy? If there's nobody on the bus, I can bust! You can't do this alone. Whoever did this has another motive. Something personal. When was the last time you saw your father? Jigsaw copycat. This is gonna go sideways fast. All available units, officer down. That was just a diversion to get us out of the precinct. I need everyone on this case. He could be anywhere. He could be anyone. We're gonna tear this city apart. Solving the mystery of who's the who's the new jigsaw. Eh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for uh, Chris Rock here. I am too, but uh, I mean, his drama his, is coming off is a little weird. <laughs> I just can't not hear his comedic like acting coming through. I, I I hear it's like he's setting up a punchline every time he starts talking. <laughs> I'm like, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. I, I, yeah, it's coming off a little bit for us. I'm trying to play the drama. Yeah, yeah, in some in some places, yeah. And plus. He has, I mean, Sam, he has Samuel L. Jackson as his dad. They're definitely like 10 years and I'm apart. Like, yeah, I'm like, aren't they like the same age? Actually, keep talking, I'm, like, I'm going to look that up because I'm like, I feel like they're like maybe 20 years apart max. I feel, yeah, I, I know Samuel, I, th I think, I know Sam Jackson. Yeah, it's probably 20 years apart because I think Chris Rock is probably Chris in his Rock 50s. Chris Rock is 56. Yeah, and Sam Jackson is like 70, 71. And 72. So what is that? For Not even a full twenty. Yeah, he he, had, he gave birth when he was like eighteen, or sixteen or eighteen. I don't Six, know. Matt. Sixteen, sixteen years. Yeah. So he was six. He. It, I mean, it's possible. Sixteen year old dad. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah. like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're trying to make Chris Rock younger than he actually is. But sure. Yeah, they, they let's, definitely, say let's say he's forty. <laughs> I, I can see if they'd be like, oh yeah, his dad died a long time ago, and now they're this close to the same age or whatever. I don't know, but. Yeah, I'm just like, Sam Jackson's your dad? Come on now. But, I mean, whatever. I'm going to check it out. It looks... I'm not going to rush to the theater, but if, if if theaters are even open. But, I mean, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I was just saying before, my, there's so many Saw movies, and now they had to reboot it just to make it relevant again, because <laughs> it's I'm not Saw like, 20. Yeah, I'm just no. like, why, though? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, yeah, there was Saw, like, 800, but whatever. Something I am excited for, even though I didn't see season four. Rick and Morty dropped a new trailer. We're touching Rick's stuff. Summer, he said no. Nah, uh, uh, nah, uh, uh. I said don't touch my. Where are we ziplining through futuristic metallic tunnels to? Hunt me, somebody hunt me. Don't hunt them to completion. Well, I vote. No voting, no debate. It's not a democracy. It's a Rick public. You're in or you're out. Obviously, I'm in. I never said I wasn't in. Me neither. Yay! No, Jordan doesn't care. <laughs> you didn't see the last season. I care more than you do. <laughs> Apparently you don't, because you're just like, yay. Mm, yeah, I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm like half out of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks good. I like the Again, they're just pulling from other things to make hilarious sci-fi mashups, like, like the yeah, Voltron I mean, I bit. Do, I do need to see season four. I, Dude, I, it was good. There's too many shows. <laughs> Rick and Moore is a fast watch. You can get through it in like a day, half a day. They said the same thing about this shit. And I'm still. No, no, <laughs> that shit is a Bible. 
I don't know what you trying to You're tell like, me. Oh, now. Yes, it's thick, but it's a it's a fast it's a fast nah. read. I'm like, nah, nah. I mean, it's like a thousand pages per volume, <laughs> and there's like two, three volumes, like that. So, but yeah, Rick and Morty looks dope. I'm hyped for it. I I just hope they continue the plot line with uh, Evil Morty. That's all I've been waiting for. But continuing on plot lines, uh, Robert Kirkman talks about uh, why he decided to fast track that twist ending, the uh, destruction of the Guardians of the Globe. He speaks with the rap. He says, by moving that event up in the comic series, it happens much later, and there isn't this sense of, oh my gosh, when are people going to find out? And what are they going to do when they find out? Because everything just kind of rolls from there. By having it move up, we do get an extra sense of, oh my gosh, Debbie has no clue what's going on with her husband and how is she going to find out if she finds out, if, if she finds out or when she finds out, it should build a lot of tension in the series and should be something that keeps you guessing episode to episode. I think that's kind of the ticking clock of the series. Who is going to find out? When are they going to find out? How are they going to get that information? What are they going to do with that information? And Damien Darkblood is definitely hot on the trail. Whether that comes to a head in episode four or episode five or episode six, I'll leave that to the mystery of the series. But you know, you should you should be very much worried. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Should be worried. I should be worried. Yeah. All right. I will be worse. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. But uh, something that you shouldn't be worried about, Jordan. What's up? Godzilla vs. Kong comes out tomorrow. Oh, man. And right now, it is at an 81% on Tomato Rotten. At 81? Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> for now. Uh, for now. I'm sure it's going to get lower, but I, I'm happy it's not starting off low. <laughs> That's a silver lining right there. I just want to see a monkey fight a lizard, okay? <laughs> just big punches and fire breath. All right? That's all I want. And Invincible is at a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. That makes sense. It's fucking dope, so... I'm with it. I'm with it. Righteous? Righteous? Well, you know what isn't dope? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep. But uh, continuing with the cast, the ever-expanding cast of uh, Thor Love and Thunder, Russell Crowe, Gladiator himself. Mm. They don't know who. We don't know who he's playing, but he's been added to the cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, the Gladiator. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm interested to see who he's playing. Yeah, I'm like, you don't give Russell Crowe to have him be a minor character. Yeah. But then again... Young Thor. I mean, a young... I mean, not young Thor. Um, young maybe, Odin. Maybe a young Odin. Yeah. I was going to say, but then again, they got Matt Damon for like two seconds <laughs> playing an actor. But they didn't even announce him beforehand, though, right? That was like no, a, they didn't announce that was like a joke, that yeah. Was, yeah. So, yeah, I could see it being like a young Odin. Or maybe they are going to... If it's going to be... Uh, what's his name? The villain. Uh, well, the villain is... Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Batman. Christian, Christian Bell. Not Christian. No, I mean the guy who's playing Gog or what's his, what's Gore his name? Gore the God Butcher. Gore. That's Christian Bell. Yeah, but in the Gore um, storyline, you know, there's like the young Thor, old Thor, middle Thor. Maybe uh, Russell Crowe's old Thor. Old Thor. Yeah. I mean, it could be. Yeah. But, I, but I'm like, I feel like why wouldn't they just get Chris Hemsworth to do that? To put. That's true. They did. They literally just did Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> old Steve. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Never mind. So maybe a young, maybe young Odin. That's the only thing I can think of then. It's kind of got the same face. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, talking about casting news and expanding things. So we got an official cast list for Obi-Wan. And it's Joel Edgerton, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Bonnie Pierce. Well, I don't know who these people are, but these are what they look like. 
I mean, I know who some of them, like Kamani Nijiani. Mm. All right, faces. Nice. Oh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Wait, yeah, O'Shea Jackson. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm glad it's actually happening, at least. Where's Ahsoka? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll be in though, her like, own even, show even plus others. In the cast, but I'm like, where's Ahsoka? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, re- I'm ready for. I want. I want to see Obi Wan. And then tech. And funny enough, the the amount of time between uh, the prequels and now has been exactly the amount of time. Like that's supposed to have passed. Yeah. The, oh, that's interesting. I like and, that. And Ewan McGregor is now, I think, the same age. Alan. Guinness was when he did Obi-Wan except really your McGregor looks like way younger way, yeah yo what the fuck were they eating back in the 70s <laughs> my guy because he looked like he was ancient <laughs> like you I would have pegged that dude for like 60 how old is Ewan McGregor uh hold on, let me let me Ewan McGregor what kind of fucking Dragon Ball immortality wish did they fucking have in there? <laughs> like, age 50 wow or 49, right? He's rather. a good looking 50 year old, or that other guy was just a bad looking 50 year old. <laughs> he was. Hold on, let me, let me double check. <laughs> you underestimate the power of the dark side. That's nuts. Oh, no, never mind. He was 62. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm about to say, man, he, he's looking real bad for his well, age. Still, even then, that's only like 10 years. Like, <laughs> granted, yeah. 62, but. Yeah. Still, it's fucking crazy. But uh, speaking about something being fucking crazy, well, Ray Fisher strikes again. (laughs) Justice for Ray Fisher and all that other stuff. But I'm like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. So he's basically saying, if Zack Snyder were to come back to do a Justice League movie or Zack Snyder would come back to do a Cyborg movie, Mm. he'd be willing to come back to the DCEU. It's like, yeah, of course you would. Of course you fucking would. I doubt that's going to happen, though, bro. That's a stretch, dude. It's not going to happen. But he's like, oh, yeah, I would totally come back. Yeah, of course. To get my own movie. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. But uh, speaking of more Zack Snyder, so a big question that I think we we mentioned this. What the hell is my hand? And talking about Dark and uh, Justice League and Dark Side, how the fuck did he not remember that Earth? That was the dumbest shit. And it's like, oh right, the Earth, the planet I lost on. Where was that again? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I found the planet, Master. Why wouldn't you just double back to that planet you lost on? Like, I don't understand. So Zack Snyder tries to explain it in a way that I don't think still makes sense. But he says he almost died when he returned to Apocalypse. He was in a fight for power, and much time passed before he was in. He was in a position of power again. And by then, all who had been with him had been slain. Okay. What's, what's, what does that mean? You still had ships? That's an answer. That's not an answer. <laughs> you were there. You're still alive. You have ships that had to have coordinates to go places, right? Like, it's not just, we wander space until we bump into planets. <laughs> and I mean, I, get, I guess I get what he's trying to say. He's basically saying, like, None now he's conquered hundreds them. of thousands of planets. He can't remember one? Yeah, he can't remember hundreds of thousands. And then on top of that, when he went back to Apocalypse, he had to fight for control to gain rulership of Apocalypse. And it was hundreds of, it was a whole bunch of time that passed. But I'm like, you would think your first thing after becoming leader again would be like, let me yeah, go back like, to that world, back to that I, world I that I on. lost. Yeah. Because it's the only one he lost on. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's just another planet that I conquered. Like, no. 
I still I still remember times that I was embarrassed in life and yeah. in, chi- in my childhood. And then coincidentally, it also has the one thing I've been searching for this entire time. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, you really fucked up, Dark Side. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Not at all. That's just a half-assed explanation after the fact. Like, oh no, it's because everyone else is dead and he was fought him for a long time. I swear to God. I was like, nah, man, just say you didn't think about it. <laughs> but uh, something that was thought about with uh, the Rock. He thought about Black Adam, so he cast Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I can see that. Helmet of Fate. Yeah, James Bond, right? So I'm like, so is Dr. Fate going to be like the villain? <laughs> Granted, he's a good guy. I mean, guy. I was say, like, I guess the villain to him, because yeah. he's a villain, yeah, he's a hero. He's a villain, yeah. yeah. Or anti-hero. Yeah. I can see that. Like, I, I wouldn't see Dr. I Fate I mean, yeah, fight. New, new, Prior to New Fifty Two, Black Adam was a straight villain. Now that he's a he's an antihero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious to see what they do with that. I want to see Doctor Doctor Fate fight on the big screen. That'd be dope. I wonder what a Doctor Fate slash Black Adam fight would look like. You know, in the in the movies. Not in the, <laughs> obviously we've seen stuff like that before. But well, speaking of something, wondering what something looks like. A lot of people wonder what would the future of Zack Snyder's uh, Snyderverse look like but the head head honcho of uh, WB said we're not continuing mm. we have no plans to continue the Snyderverse so all you motherfuckers calling release the Snyder cut oh yeah I've heard that's been getting toxic as fuck with the oh, view oh, bombing oh shut the fuck up that's oh, my last uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> my bad so with that yeah fuck you <laughs> so, last, last news thing is talking about entitled fanboys you got what you want with the Snyder Cut, but now because they're saying we're not doing any more with that, you know, yeah. hashtag... Man, I it, want it, though. What, what is the hashtag? Restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, restore the Snyderverse or whatever. Not, they said we're not getting that, so now they're going on Godzilla versus Kong and review bombing it. And what's it. the logic there? Because it's also a Warner Brothers movie? Because it's also a Warner Brothers movie. So they think that pissing so off Warner Brothers... next is, one is going to be... So then when Mortal Kombat comes out, they're going to go out and review bomb Mortal Kombat. Until what? So then when In the Heights comes out, they're going to go in and review bomb In the Heights. And that's how they're going to get what they want? Just by pissing off the company that's going to make it? Ass. I think it'd be the opposite. I think this, the company would be like, fuck you even more so now. This is, this is what whiteness does to you. You become entitled. Yeah. I agree 100% and with granted, that. It's not to say, I, but we, come on, we know. <laughs> we know. We know the majority. We know who the majority yeah. uh, The vast majority are. There's no way. <laughs> it's like, come like, it's... Ugh. Look at a gift horse in the fucking mouth. Like, we just, you just got something you just shouldn't even have gotten. Like, but you still want more. It's gotta be more. And then you're gonna hurt other movies that have nothing to do with it. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, hurt, you're hurting other movies. And fuck you, especially because yeah, it's movies that I like. Granted, it King might be Kong one, does not deserve this. <laughs> yeah, granted, it might be Warner Brothers, but it's still a whole different crew, a whole different set of actors, people that, you know. No, but these people aren't thinking that far ahead. They're only thinking about like, well, this is going to make them fucking pay attention to us. It's just, honestly, it's, it, everybody calls fandom toxic. Like, oh, this fandom's toxic. That fandom's toxic. People are just fucking toxic. That's, the, that's At the end of the day, that's what it really is. It doesn't matter what fandom you're talking about. If it's big enough, it's going to be a level of toxicity in it that's going to come out at some point. And this is just another example of that. You yeah, get enough people the, together. What was the other movie that they did? Review bombed. I don't remember. They do shit like this all yeah, the time. Yeah, they do this all the time. It's, it's, it's so dumb. And it's so counterintuitive to, or counterproductive even to what they're trying to do. How about you just, I, when it started with the let's get hashtag or sort of Snyderverse trending on Twitter, it should end it there. Like that was, 
that was cool, you guys. Try to make a movement about it, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I don't know. It's it's people just being keyboard fucking warriors, as per usual. I hate the internet. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of... Uh... There's like a TikTok video of these two of two dogs, like they're behind a gate mm. and they're like barking at each other and like super vicious, like they oh, want to fight. Oh, and they, they and as soon as yeah, so you pull the gate back, they're like they don't do anything. Yeah, they don't do anything. <laughs> That's the internet in a nutshell. Yeah. It's all you're all powerful and you feel strong and you're on your soapbox and you want to make your voice heard behind the keyboard where no one we give anonymity to hide behind. But if that shit was in person, you would not anonymity. do any of that shit. Anonymity. My bad. <laughs> I said anonymity. 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 <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, fuck them, dude fucking fanboys is that it for news that's it alright let's get out of here before I pass the fuck out I've ran out of coffee so I'm like I'm dying <laughs> I need a nap um, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision uh, no more Attack on Titan but oh, we didn't even review My Hero Academia that we fucking watched we paused this Wait, podcast did we did we did it we just was like yeah anyway oh shit I thought we did we did it <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wait I'm like yeah this week talking about My Hero Academia wait we can talk about this week wait we watched it literally. We paused the podcast to Wait, watch the sure? episode. Yes, I'm sure. No, we did. No, we didn't. Oh, huh? wow. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, so now I've seen it, guys. I mean, we could do it real quick. Is there a way you could like insert yeah. it earlier? <laughs> yes. But at this point, we're already here. So just <laughs> real quick, my academia. <laughs> Did you like this episode? Was episode zero filler, not filler? Reintroduction of the the characters and crew. No, I liked it. it, it it's much better than what they could have done for an episode zero. They could have made it a straight up like fucking flashback scene, like it was in season what was it two? We mentioned before where they were at yeah. the pool. Even in three, the the thing with the camera guy was yeah, way more was still, yeah, it was still filler flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. So at least in this, it kind of like it had its own story. Yeah, it had its own story, and it shows that how much they've grown since. The beginning, where all the teamwork and mm-hmm. now they're officially calling each other superhero. Yeah, that, that by was super- what struck, struck me the most, which is like they were just referring to each other as their superhero names. And I yeah. was like, oh, this feels different. It felt like our little boys are growing up. And I love Mirio. I think Mirio was the highlight of the episode for me. Just him being so fucking adorable and, and even so wholesome. Yeah, despite losing, despite what he went through last season. Yeah, he's still just, that's why he, he was the, the original heir to All Might. Because he has that same spirit of like, yeah, I don't have my powers, but I can still be helpful as a hero. And by being helpful, I'll be the victim in this this, this uh, rescue situation. But also, and granted, I know a, a <laughs> I lot of, a lot of oh no. <laughs> yeah, and granted, I know a a lot of time was taken to ex- Uraka. Her name is Gravity. She yeah. has zero gravity. Like yeah. so that, and you add all of that up, it took a shit ton of time. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like the battle was a little anticlimactic. Oh no, we're fighting the big three. Oh, the big three are dead. Yeah, the big two are kind of ass. Like I remember saying that before we even started the episode, I was like, oh wait, I'm not before we started, but when he saw like it's gonna be the big two, I was like. 
But I feel like even Takamaki, whatever his name is, the, the Chimera guy, he didn't seem that strong even I mean, in the last fuck, season. He did fuck He them. fought that, those two guys, right? It was two guys Yeah, it was fought. two guys. Yeah, that was dope. But in terms of like what Mirio could do, he didn't seem like he was on that level. And I guess... Well, no, Mario's the best out of the yeah. three. And I guess they were also holding back, too. Because that's why Bakugo was so mad. He was like, you didn't give me your all. I hate you. It's yeah. like, yo, calm the fuck yeah. down. It's called training, my guy. It's not a real battle. He, he said, I don't care if you're a, I don't care if you're an upperclassman and you are pretending. You're still a villain. My yeah. enemy. <laughs> and he fucking nukes the entire battlefield. Yeah. So I'm like... I guess it's, I don't know if it's actually in the, in the manga or not, but I'm like, man, Bakugo is kind of the strongest person, isn't he? Because <laughs> he even made Takamaki I mean, kind of scared. Like, oh shit, he's fucking crazy. <laughs> I mean, well, he is, for the most part, we've never really seen anybody on his level. Yeah. It's, it's him and Todoroki are like the top two, with Deku like even being Toto, a variable. Even, granted, even Todoroki, like. Yeah. He mostly has the the ice, but even Bakugo was able to overcome overcome that. Yeah, the big ice walls. Yeah, and then uh, granted, I would like to see a fight between the two of them, like a real fight. Yeah, like yeah, like because like because we know Bakugo won the tournament, but, but that's because uh, Todoroki was just like, nah, I don't want to use fire powers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was questioning myself. Like even with the way he fought Deku, like he didn't fight he didn't fight Deku like that. Yeah, or he fought he fought Deku harder than he fought Bakugo. Yes, because Deku was literally encouraging him as he was fighting him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the best moments in the show. But yeah, I mean, it was a good episode. Considering especially it was episode zero, not even episode one. Because, uh, I mean, some stuff has more so at the end. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why I write this. I guess high more than passable. Maybe perfect. Just on the sake. The fact that it was the, a good episode and it was episode yeah, zero. Yeah, episode zero. I might I'll, give I'll it a perfect for that. Give it perfect. Plus, you know. Because I was expecting it to recap straight hearing, up. Hearing, hearing, just hearing the theme song again. Again, not the opening credits. I was going to say, I'm like, not the opening credits. The theme song is. Yeah, that, you say run is still most one of the most iconic anime songs ever. But yeah, that new theme song doesn't slap. No, it doesn't. I'm like, come on, guys. We're on a fucking losing streak right now it's between... Not a, it's not a bop. I mean, granted, Attack on Titan did grow on me, but I don't really see this one growing on me the same way Attack on Titan did. Though if you would ask me that at the beginning of Attack on Titan, I'd probably be like, it's not going to grow on me at all. What are you talking about? I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But yeah, so I guess this week's, this episode, this, this week's episode of Blur Vision... What well, a, Bakugo has a new costume, or he will. Yeah, he will. It's not even in the first episode, but it looks like he's got like a higher turtleneck type of thing going yeah. on oh and the weird thing with um endeavor um and hawks knowing Dobby. Yeah, that's, that's what i was saying like the the ending seemed like it's leading to, even though it's episode zero seemed like it's leading to like yeah you could tell the end of it was probably what's actually in the manga <laughs> like it, it, we just jumped backwards a little bit for this little filler episode to catch us back up with the the cast yeah but now the next episode we're gonna jump into the actual plot again and then it also like right out the gate seems like they're gonna go into uh the the basically uh, Deku's gonna become the avatar. He's gonna talk to a spirit, the spirit world <laughs> of previous one for all holders. Well, at least he's the motherfucker avatar. Core ruined it for the actual avatar, yeah. so somebody's gotta be the avatar. <laughs> but it makes me wonder: was All Might able to do that? Because remember, he said, "Remember, All Might said he's not. He's he wasn't able to." No, I don't think All Might was able to do that because because then, yeah. say, then uh, Deku and it's such a, lo- a slow burn. But that happened back during In season the, two. Yeah, during the the tournament that we were just talking about, where he was fighting the the mind control guy who was in this season, so that's kind of interesting. It comes full circle like that. But when he was fighting him, he saw the the ghosts or the after images of the other one for all users, mm-hmm. 
and what a weird time of all the times he's been fighting people that was the time he saw their shadows not any other time it's, yeah because it, it wasn't even like a real fight no yeah and what did he do it for just that was the way to break out the mind control that right that was the way to break out the mind control yeah yeah interesting curious to see where they go with that yeah because now that you mention that it's weird because when he was in real life and death situations yeah, multiple real yeah. life situations, like fighting fucking overhaul or muscular or mus- like, yeah muscular yeah, you didn't see no shadows then what the fuck or gentle criminal even though that wasn't that even though he did say it was his hardest fight like yeah bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it's a sliding scale of difficulty man. yeah but uh but yeah alright so that's just a little blurred vision next week we'll talk about my academia and my falcon winter soldier and all that good stuff um and Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, that's the man. Yeah, yeah. See, I forgot. War ready. War ready. And he did well. I mean, it's already it's eighty one percent. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm hoping it's good. So fingers crossed for that. But you already know, like, because I've already heard. Oh, the God, the Godzilla Kong shit is great. Which I need to watch Kong Skull Island. I never, I never seen that one. I saw Godzilla. I, I saw King of the Monsters. I saw uh, the uh, other Godzilla movie with uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Mm. I didn't see Kong, so I need to watch Kong. I think Kong's probably one of the better of the kaiju Especially movies. considering what I re- saw from the reviews. They're saying this movie is Kong's movie. Mm. Godzilla has cool moments, but it's mostly Kong. Okay. Now, I want to definitely hear what you think about Kong Skull Island, because I, I liked it. it. It was, like I said, I think it's probably the better of all the kaiju movies. So I guess I'll, since Godzilla comes out tomorrow. You watch it now? Yeah, I'll pro- well, not now, but I'll, I'll, I'm going to read this. But I'm gonna, uh, thick ass Bible of yeah, Invincible. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to watch it today. All right, well, we'll find out what Mike thinks next week. But in the meantime, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I'm your host, Jordan With. He's yawning. <laughs> Give him a second. Hold on. Sorry. Now you made me sleepy. Yeah, we're all sleepy today. <laughs> Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. I'm so sleepy Margaret said she loved me and she need me And then she broke my heart, that shit was bleeding The way people look at me is so creepy Ay, ay, I'm so sleepy Margaret said she loved me and she need me And then she broke my heart, that shit was bleeding The way people look at me is so creepy